They did it. Y'all know that sound. Nobody believed but us. Touchdown. That's why we grow faithful. Nobody believed but us. Touchdown. You know that sound. Uh huh. Tell me long. Let's go. Oh, oh, <laughs> Let's get it, baby. Breezy. Yeah. Out west is Patina when the style is so nitty. Breezy on the east and this flow is so gritty. Them boys stay hot, reppin' niners in they city. Take one, take two, take that like Diddy. Oh. Yeah. Nitty greed is that niners talk. You don't like it, better take a walk. Nitty greed is that niners talk. We outline players up and show. Nitty greed is that niners talk. You don't like it, better take a walk. Nitty gritty, this the nineties talk. Nineties talk. Nitty gritty, this the nineties talk. Yeah, what's going on? What's going on, ladies? Ooh, nothing much. Ah, what a weekend that we had, you know. What a weekend. Long weekend. We draft weekend. It was a good weekend, though, if I'm not mistaken. I thought the weekend was really good. Uh, how was the rest of your weekend? Uh, Annie, what did you do for the rest of the weekend? Um, I'm trying to remember. Oh, well, I went to a dance competition. I'm a dancer, so that's where I was at all Saturday. It was hard trying to keep up with all the draft news, but you got it done. What kind of dance? <laughs> what kind of dance? Just like everything, we compete in like contemporary jazz, ballet, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Wow. 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 That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, we would love to see some footage if if anybody got in and seeing you break it down. You know what I'm saying? Get down. <laughs> just some moves over here. PG, how was the rest of your weekend? PG did a bid on Saturday. She was on from 12 noon to like 6 p.m. <laughs> did you get any rest, PG? Uh, I tried to get as much as possible, but yeah, it was, it was a long weekend, but it was a fun weekend. It was very fun. I'd like to thank everybody who, who came and helped me down too. Um, yeah, I did. It was, um, it was crazy, but we got through it. It was, it was really long. Um, but just trying to recoup everything. It's all good. Well, that's good. It's good to hear. It's good that everybody's gotten some rest after that. You know, after the third pick in the draft, I think everybody was just like, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> but we were all anticipating, like, what else are we going to do in this draft? Right. Like, what else can we possibly do? And we're going to break it down for you today on Nitty Gritty Niners Talk. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in. I'm your host, Wayne Breezy. And let's go ahead and get through these formalities. Make sure you like and follow us on Facebook. That's Facebook.com backslash Nitty Gritty Niners all the way out. You can also follow us on Twitter as well at Nitty Gritty with the number 9ERS. And please follow us on Twitch if you have a Twitch account. We are streaming on Twitch and we're trying to build our community there as well. So please, if you're on Twitch, go ahead and give us a follow, Nitty Gritty Niners. And you can also follow us on Instagram, Nitty Gritty at Nitty Gritty Niners as well. And to those following us on YouTube and to those not following us on YouTube, make sure if you follow us, give us a follow. Nitty Gritty Niners. And while you're there, especially right now, everybody, please smash that thumbs up button. Please give us a like. You already 
already know what it does. We're not playing any gimmicks. It's all about algorithms. We're trying to get this podcast up with some of the greats out there. So please go ahead and do that. And to everybody listening to us on their favorite podcast and network, make sure you go to anchor.fm backslash nitty gritty niners. You can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, Breaker, and my absolute favorite Apple podcast. And on Apple podcast, go ahead and subscribe to us there as well. And please select five stars with leaving your review. Your reviews are important. You can also email us to nittygrittyniners at gmail.com. And last but not least, we have our website for shopping. So you can go and get Nitty Gritty Niners gear. We have our classic logos. We have the San Francisco style logo and we have the old school saloon logo. We got exclusive t-shirts right now. Ice tray tees, hoodies, and all that good stuff. So make sure you go to nittygrittyniners.com for your latest in apparel. Oh, snap, man. That, that felt good getting all that out. You know what I'm saying? Look, the draft is over. We can finally rest, or maybe we don't, because now we need to find out how is training camp going to go. We got Eagles players in the building. Hey, listen, man, your draft. I want to know what Eagles fans feel about their draft. I know I have one fan that feels that the Eagles didn't do their thing. But my man Rohan is an Eagles fan as well, and I want to know how he grades his draft. So we're definitely going to grade our draft on today's show, right? So, ladies, make sure you're going to give every player a grade at some point, and then we're going to average out and see, you know, what the grades are. Now, I don't want anybody to agree with anybody. I want you to sit there and go through the picks. We had seven, we had eight picks, so I want you to go through all eight picks and give them all a grade, just like we do when we draft. So we'll do that at some point in the show, and we're going to go ahead and break down the different teams in our division, all right? And we're going to see which team kind of like came out on top, because every team did their thing in the draft. Maybe, maybe minus one, all right? Maybe minus one. Before we do that, let's go ahead and get through some of this news, all right? Not too much is going on. Listen, Annie, I'm going to put it up. You can go ahead and read it, and then we'll talk about it. All right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Shanahan, we were finally waiting for it. We wanted him to speak on the whole Mac Jones smokescreen thing, and he said we weren't going to work to correct that, which makes perfect sense. I mean, the narrative's out there that they want Mac Jones. He's not going to want to be like, oh, no, no, we don't want Mac Jones. No, he wanted everyone to believe that. And then he also said about Trey Lance that he's obsessed with the type of stuff that he can do with this guy. And I mean, so it really just boils down to that Trey, Trey Lance was Kyle's guy this whole time since January, he said. And it's great to know that Kyle finally got a guy that he's comfortable with in his scheme that he thinks he can work some magic with. So, yeah. I don't know. PG. Now, now, you've known Kyle Shanahan for five years, at least with the 49ers. Are you really buying that that Mac Jones stuff with Smoke? I mean, I know we have Trey Lance, but are you really buying that? Because he seemed really high on Justin Fields. He seemed really high. Those were the three quarterbacks he seemed pretty high on. So tell us, like, how do you really feel about that? No, I, I 100 believe that, that, that Kyle wanted Mac Jones over anybody else because he even said himself that they all know that Mac Jones was the safe pick and that's what he would normally do and that's pretty much where he was faced on doing it Lynch was the one that was head over heels in love with um, Trey Lance and I believe that Lynch kept pushing it finally Kyle's like you know what let me let me let me take a look at all this all this you know all this stuff is coming up you know with him and Adam Peters and the whole nine yards and all that so that's what I believe. That yeah. it would just be an easy, you know, that it would have been easier for Kyle if he just took Jones. <laughs> because, yeah, you know, 
I'm with you. I, I don't know if I buy that it was all smoke, but I mean, it was some smoke, but right. I don't know if it was all smoke because I do believe he liked Mac Jones until he really got to go see Trey Lance in person. Like, I, I really do. Um, or, or maybe we wrong. Bro, I get your name wrong each and every time. You know what? I suck at reading. The name is Ro. I'm going to call you Ro because you put Ro here. So Ro, which I really want to, I could have swore on another show. He told me how to pronounce his name and I thought I got it right, but I'm getting old. My memory doesn't serve me the same as it did 10 years ago. So my apologies, Ro. Please forgive me, man. Please forgive me. Listen, Ro, why don't you go ahead and subscribe to us? I know you're not a 49er fan, but if you subscribe to Nitty Gritty Niners, you can go ahead and be in the community with the chat right here because the YouTube community be popping, man. They talking and they, they don't, they're not talking trash, man. We ain't playing yet. So come in on here and subscribe, man. We probably even get you on the show. Talk about your picks, man. All right. So smoke, no smoke. I wonder what, I want to know what they think out there though, because Kyle Shanahan, he's, he's hard to, oh my God, what's the word? Sometimes I, I, I want to believe him. I be thinking he be just playing around. I, th- I felt like Kyle Shanahan was playing with our emotions like this whole time. Like, you know what I mean? Like, do you believe the things that come out of his mouth? Do you not believe the things that come out of his mouth? Like, what is it? You know? And so that's that's what I get from our coach. I'm actually cool with it because the more I learn that he's like that, the more I'm okay with that. Like, I'm kind of like that, by the way. So, I, like, I'm, you know, I'm starting to understand Kyle Shanahan. John Lynch, on the other hand, is a little different. He's harder to hide. That's why Kyle Shanahan, I bet you, Peachy and Annie one million dollars the reason why Kyle Shanahan was at that presser was so that John Lynch didn't mess it up mm-hmm. anybody want to go against me anybody out there want to put up a million dollars and go against me I bet you one million dollars I bet you Nick what's good baby Nick get hey, on hey. this YouTube uh, get off of Facebook I don't mean to say get off Facebook we love Facebook but Nick, you can't sit. You can't talk to everybody that's in here, man. You know they want to talk to you, man. Nick, you a superstar. Come on and uh, on the nitty gritty YouTube section, baby. Um, I bet everybody one million dollars. I don't even have a million dollars to bet everybody, but I'll be. I'll have more than a million dollars if y'all disagree with me. All right, some other news. This was good news because we heard this at the pressure uh, as well. Go ahead, Annie. Yeah. So some good news about Jalen Hurd today. We kind of haven't heard about him in a while. It um, apparently Jalen Hurd's rehab has been going really well, and John Lynch says that they think he'll be ready to go, and they anticipate that he'll be a part of the 49ers receiving core next season. I hope this is true. I don't exactly know. I know they like to. They're always very positive on the injury side. They're always like, "Oh, we think he's doing great. We think he's going to be ready." But. Uh, I mean, I'll believe it when I see it, so. <laughs> Peachy, what are your thoughts on Jalen Hurd? I hope that he that he is is ready to come back because I'm hoping that that's why the 49ers didn't do a deeper, you know, dive into the receiver part of it. I believe that um, I'm hoping that they have great expectations that he that he's ready to roll. Yes, yeah, speak- come back. Speaking of diving into receivers, I mean, did they pull the okie doke on us? Because <laughs> every year since Kyle Shanahan's been here, he's drafted wide receivers. Do you think, and I'll go with Annie, do you think that, and it's hard to say this, but do you think Dante Pettis and drafting him in the third round kind of messed up his mojo when it comes to drafting wide receivers and maybe Jawan Jennings as well because we haven't seen him hit the field as well as as well as Jalen Hurd or do you just really feel he's really high in on the guys that he has on the roster 
I think it's what you just said. I think he's high about the guys that he got in the draft because, I mean, he's had success with Ayuk, with Debo. I don't really think he's not the type of guy. I don't think Kyle doesn't strike me as a guy who would be too nervous to pick a certain guy. He's very adamant about who he likes. He's going to go get them. But it does make me nervous on one hand because, I mean, we're putting a lot of stock in the fact that these wide receivers on our roster right now are going to go into next year healthy. And we know very well that a lot of them could go down, not be healthy. I mean, every single receiver on our roster has had injury problems. So, I mean, I just, it makes me nervous. And I hope we're going after that veteran wide receiver, like the rumors have been saying. Yeah, I agree. My man Alex says Shanahan has said himself that it was Lance from the start. And we know what Shanahan has said. We 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 understand that. But sometimes Shanahan says things and they're not always 100% the truth. And so that was the question that we were asking. Like, do we really believe what he was saying? Or was it smoke or this, this, you know, that, that's all. But, you know, I'm happy that we selected the quarterback that we selected because we were talking about that kid since January and we knew he was going to be a 49er if they were going to draft a quarterback. So I'm glad that they did. All right, so thank you, Alec, for that. Uh, Nick says... Um, the last 18 years, the 49ers have drafted a wide receiver. So when Kyle Shanahan was like 18 or 20, we've been drafting wide receivers and he's right. And so the thing I was thinking, and then Peachy, I'll give it to you is it just seems like, I don't know if he's super comfortable because you also heard the report today that he was looking at veteran wide receivers. And so if you're super comfortable with the people that are on your roster, I don't know. That's, this is what I mean. This is why I say, does Kyle mean what he says? Because clearly he didn't draft wide receiver. He actually got one in, in the PFAs, right? We got uh, Austin Watkins. We'll talk about him a little bit later, okay? But then he decided to say, I'm still looking for some veteran wide receivers, and we're going to see what happens if they come around. And, and the other wide receivers that he drafted were kind of high up. Uh, Pettis was a second-round pick. My apologies. Um uh, yeah, my apologies. He was a second round pick. And he did learn from that because he decided to draft different types of wide receivers, like more of the bully ball type of wide receivers, except for I don't see Ayuk as that. But Peachy, you know, what do you think on this whole situation? Like, what are your thoughts about this? I think that uh, Kyle, in, in my opinion, I think that Kyle may have, have soured on the on his, I don't even know how to say it, like his expertise at maybe looking at wide receivers or whatever. I mean, in my opinion, you know, he's kind of had some of the whips. And and I and I think that that's just something that he's, you know, just didn't, didn't want to mess with it this year. Didn't see, like, unless his target was totally different. I'm not sure. The only other thing I'll say is I think we're looking for a veteran receiver like we were before because we're trying to bring somebody in kind of like, you know, an Emmanuel Sanders type deal that can come in and kind of teach these young young receivers, you know, the, uh, to to play, um, kind of give them points on, you know, what they need to do on the field and, and off the field in the whole nine yards. I think that he's just looking for that, I would say, right now is what he is. I thought that Sanu was that, but then that makes me kind of wonder about Sanu because we have Sanu in there. So I don't know. I mean, listen, the team is loaded. Let's go ahead and do a little exercise, right? I don't, Annie, PG, uh, get the wide receivers that we have on our roster. There's 12 wide receivers. Let's see if we can come up with a list. Uh, PG, you can, if you go into banners, do you see where it says create a banner? Annie, you get the, uh, you, you get the list. PG, if you go into banners, do you see that? 
Yep, got it. You're going to type in the names that she put. Now, okay. you could already type in Debo, and you could type in Brandon Ayuk. Now, let's get the other 10 plus the one that we picked up um, in the undrafted free agents. I want, speaking of that, why do we call them under? Why are they, uh, what is it, priority free agents now? What's going on with that? Like, why is it called, why are they called priority free agents? Is it, is it a better title? Is it, what's, what's going on with that? Wow. Yeah, I haven't heard that. That's what they're doing now? That they call PFAs. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah, that's true. I mean, I'm sitting here looking up undrafted free agents and they decided to call them PFAs now. That's weird. Oh. It is weird, but it sounds like a better business term for a player. (laughs) Instead of saying undrafted, because that sounds so bad. Oh, I didn't get drafted. Now they're saying they're priority free agents. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, because you're on a team. I mean, undrafted kind of makes it sound like you're just, you don't have a team, but you got signed. But you got signed, right. Like, you know, I mean, not everybody gets signed. So I guess that's why they want to call them priority free agents. Like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Andy, do you have the list with you? Because I want to go through this throughout the show, but we're going to keep putting this up. Yeah, so obviously we have Debo and Ayuk, mm-hmm. and we have Jalen Hurd. Jalen Hurd. And Richie James. Richie James. That's our three and four right there, by the way. And we have Sanu. Sanu. And Travis Benjamin. Travis Benjamin coming back from the COVID taking off season. Yep. And we got River Craycraft. Mm-hmm. He's going to be on the practice squad. Yeah, and Kevin White. I don't know if he makes this team, but we got Kevin White. How many is that? I think I have them all. I think I found the list and I have them all. I think I put them up here. Well, we also have Trent Shearfield. Yeah, I got Trent Shearfield, yeah. Uh And Juwan Jennings. Juwan Jennings. Matt Cole. Yeah, Matt Cole and Austin Prowl. I've never really... Austin Prowl's still here, yep. Yeah, I have them all. Yep, I think that's all of them. Yep, I think I got them all. All right, now we're gonna and then go our newest to, one, and, and then Sam, uh, um, uh, Austin. Watkins, Austin yeah. Watkins. Oh, that's right, Sammy Watkins' cousin. Yeah. Right, well, we're gonna go through this list throughout the show. All right, because I still feel like this is our weakest area. Yeah. And there's many reasons why, and we're gonna talk about it throughout the show because we're lacking. I don't want to say we're lacking talent. I think what Kyle Shanahan is going to do with the wide receivers is typically what he does with the running backs. And so you saw this year, he took two running backs and took zero wide receivers, whereas years prior, he wouldn't take any running backs. He would take wide receivers and then get running backs off the um, off the PFA list, the priority free agent list, right? And so now he's getting, he got a wide receiver off the priority free agent list. So Kyle Shanahan is kind of like, you know, flip-flopping and I don't know if he's learning or he's trying to... I don't, I don't know. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool how he got some extra players on defense for his new defensive coordinator. He got two linebackers. One is a hybrid safety sort of kind of, even though he drafted a hybrid safety linebacker type of player. Um, and then he got um, my man, Justin Hilliard from, from the Ohio state. So I can't wait to like break those guys down. All right, here's our wide receiver list. Now I'm going to remove myself for a couple of seconds. So you guys go ahead and handle that. I just need to close my door. Okay. So we're just going through time. I mean, in, honestly, in total, I think I kind of disagree with Breezy. I think we do have a lack of talent. I mean, I look at what we have Debo and Ayuk, and then the rest of them are kind of just unknowns to me. I mean, so I don't know. What do you think about that, Peachy? I kind of feel the same way. I've already expressed that several times. It's like we just have 
a bunch of stuff. Like we don't have, um, you know what I'm saying? Like we don't have, uh, we don't really have, I mean, I don't even really see a true number one, number one. Mm, that's those fighting words. I, um, I don't. I, um, I see a bunch of Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Peachy said that she does not see a true number one. I'm not, hey, I, I just, just, I, I just want to put it out there that that's what you said. You don't see a true number one. Those are fighting words, Peachy. I don't. Wow. That, that's, that's pretty cool. I see some twos, I see some threes. I see the, the capability to, to have a number one. I just do not see a number one as of yet. Now it could change this year, but right now that's that's what I'm that's what I'm I'm feeling. I mean, it's fair. I mean that's just you know. Uh my man Jason says that they're they're all talented, but the quality of said talent is the issue for the roster. Yeah. Um for the wide receivers, right? Because we don't know exactly what they're gonna get. Now, being in a system with Kyle Shanahan <laughs> He was able to get Kendrick Bourne to produce. He was able to dial up some things for Richie James. And so maybe this is the year of Richie James. Maybe we see him in the slot. Maybe we see him because we saw him have what two big games? One one mega game, right? And so maybe he does get his um opportunities. And this is what Ravi is saying. All right. He says Richie James needs more opportunities. Can't even comment on her until he plays it down. I'm one thousand percent with you, bro. 1,000%. I have no idea what Jalen Hurd is going to be in a real NFL game. Don't hand me that preseason crap. That's preseason. He's playing against 16 fours and fives and, and people trying to make teams. I want to see what he'd like playing with starters. I really, truly do. I'm not saying he doesn't have the gift and the, uh, uh, and, and the you know, the t- uh, physical abilities to do it. I We've just never seen it. Yeah, I'm with, um, I'm with Callie right here on this right here um a, with him, a, you just a, said a, there's no true number one no no no, no 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 wait, wait because you didn't you didn't read the whole thing he said he said it would be clearer if we had gotten better play from the quarterbacks like i said we have we had the capability of having a number one it's just that i just don't see a number one right now and maybe that's why brandon Ayuk is clearly the number one wide receiver on this team He's clear to the number. He plays all the uh, all the positions at the wide receiver. He can run all the routes. He can do your deep routes, your underneath routes. He lines up under the back. He's clearly like the number one wide receiver. He almost had a thousand yards too. Had he not missed a couple of games, he would have had a thousand yards, even with the bum quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Like Jason said, that he needs to put together a full season and have the quarterback to get the title of number one. So. At least I got somebody who kind of feels what I'm talking about because that's what I'm talking about right there. So so what makes a number one to you? Because he clearly played like the number one wide receiver, even missing three or four games, he produced as a number one wide receiver. So what in the world is a number one wide receiver to Peachy and Jason? Because he clearly outplayed all the receivers on the field. And he was the second most healthy wide receiver all season. First healthy wide receiver is no longer with the 49ers. He is now a New England Patriot. But he clearly was the second healthiest one. And he outplayed them all. He even outplayed your tight end. So what makes him not number one? What is a number one to you? I believe that the quarterback is is the is the fault of the quarterback or the fault of the quarterback play. Let me say that as to why 
I don't significantly see him as number one. We'll I know, but what year. makes a number one wide receiver? You have to tell us what makes him, what makes a number one wide receiver. That's what I'm asking you. Like, what makes a number one? You can't say it's the fault of a quarterback because, yeah, wide receivers need quarterbacks to throw in the ball, but some wide receivers out there don't care who the quarterback is throwing them the ball. If you throw them the ball, they're going to make make you look like a number one, and that clearly felt like that's what Brandon Ayuk was doing. So what makes a number one wide receiver to you? I think that he, that he, that he, I feel like that Ayuk needs to be put in more place. I don't believe it's Ayuk's fault. I believe that it's the play caller's fault. That they did put him in the position to be in on a place. There's a lot of plays where he's not, he's not even out there. And it still goes back to what I said about the deficiencies of your quarterback. And he also needs to be like more consistent. It's not Ayuk's fault that I don't see him as a number one yet. I just feel like that it's because of the play calling and the quarterback play that it's like he's not on enough. He's just, I just haven't seen enough yet for him to be considered a number one. It's just my opinion. I'm just saying, I just, I just haven't seen enough yet. All right, so Brandon Ayuk has 60 receptions, 748 yards, 12 and a half average. Uh, His long was 49. He had five TDs. Um, And so, yeah, like, I mean, these aren't, these aren't a thousand yard wide receivers. I mean, if he clearly had the thousand yards, you probably would have said he was a number one, but he wasn't too far off. He was 200 and some yards off from being a thousand yard wide receiver. And, he clearly has the most on the team, but I I, I respect your opinion. Uh, let me just ask you, um, Annie, is he is Brandon Ayuk a number one, or do you need to see more as well? Um, as far as last year goes, I think last year he was our number one wide receiver. I don't know if you stack him up to number one wide receivers around the league. Like someone in the comments said, like yeah, like a Devontae Adams, a Julio Jones. He's not there yet. He, I think he definitely has a capability to be, and he can be a true NFL number one. But yeah, I mean, last year he was put in, a, in an unfortunate situation. I mean, all of our wide receivers went down. And honestly, that's what makes me nervous about this year because really our only consistent wide receiver was Kendrick Bourne, and he's gone. So that's where I kind of stand on that whole situation. I'm, I'm uncomfortable uncomfortable with where we're at. But yeah, I think Ayuk's going to really develop into an, an NFL number one wide receiver. Okay. Um, all right. So we all got our opinions on it. So Raphael says uh, Debo will be back to number one as soon, as soon as Lance plays. And so what are your thoughts on this? Go ahead, PG. Do you ever see Debo as a number one? <laughs> no, it's... Um, I see Debo as more of like a number one offensive player more than whatever because he does so many different things. Like he's not just a receiver. Like he, um, Debo's kind of like a man of many talents. Like he does so, so many different things. So I just don't look at him as ever being in that number one receiver spot because that's just not all he does. He does all mm-hmm. kinds of different things. Yeah, I'm I'm with my man Taryn on this um, that our wide receiver room is boo boo because we're sitting here arguing about number one guy and we haven't talked about any of the rest of the 10, 11, 13 people or whatever that we got um, on the roster. So let's go ahead and pull those guys up because we want to get through this because this is one position we did not address. All right, before we do that, Maldusa says Emmanuel Sanders was our number one, ran the route tree and knew where to sit in the zone. Ayuk has, Ayuk has all those qualities and a little more. 
Debo could do it also, but it's more of a yak guy. And this is why I said that, this is why I was saying that Debo is a number one wide receiver. He might not compare to your Devontae Adams, who's been in the league for a while, or your Michael Thomas's, who's been in the league for a while, or those guys. But when they went to their teams, they respectively, guess what they were as rookies? They were the number one. They were the number one option. That's what we're talking about, being number one. It's hard, especially when you have many, many options you know, to be that number one person, right? Because we're thinking of Kittle coming back. Is he the number one? We're thinking of, are we going to run the game predominantly in 2021, 2022? Looks like we're going to run the ball a lot, <laughs> according to our draft. And so um, when you're thinking of, when you think of, I just want you to guys to think, when you think of a number one, you have to look at, you know, what he's able to do. Like, and he's able to do all those things. And I think that's kind of what, um, you know what it is. And I like what Nick NBN is saying. He says, I don't believe in number one wide receivers. Um, I do know. Uh, number one is a guy who you could depend on on the clutch. Yeah. I mean, like, when <laughs> when he's given the ball. And so maybe the 49ers just have a bunch of number ones. And it all depends on how they're utilized. You know what I'm saying? Depending on the game plan. You know what I mean? So one week it could be Raheem Mostert. He's the number one. And then the next week it could be George <laughs> Kittle. He's the number one. I think that's what Kyle Shanahan is doing because we've seen him do it. We've seen him game plan um, for one player because it's open, right? Remember, what was that game last year before George Kittle got hurt? And he must have had like 15 catches for 9,000 yards in one game. Like he just kept throwing the Kittle. It was Kittle, 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 Kittle. Nobody else was on the team. I know y'all remember what I'm talking about. I don't remember who it was against. I don't remember who it was against, but that definitely happened, right? Yeah. I'm not going crazy. And it was just like, dude, you got this guy wide open. But Kittle was the mismatch. And since Kittle was the mismatch, it was like, boom, let's just keep abusing it. And so that makes him number one. So I definitely like what you guys are saying, though. All right. Nice Dick Nick is in the building. He needs to change his name to Nice Dick Nick, too, by the way, Sam. Uh, that was a cool name. Forgot who gave it to him, but that name was awesome. All right, so here's the list. We got Debo Ayuk, number one, number two. Boom, all right? And so Heard, Sanu. Uh, Sherfield, Sherf, Sherfield. I, I think Sherfield might see more playing time than some. Than, uh, some all right, let's just let's do it like this. Who do we think is not going to make the squad? Oh, more. Um, pro. Pro. I, um, Craig. All, right. All right, hold on. Annie, you said pro. Peachy, you give me one, and I'll give one, and then we'll just eliminate them. I mean, I'm going to go with pro because I'm a crazy. I don't know. I don't know who. I don't know who in the world Cole. I'm trying to remember who that is. Oh, so Matt you Cole. said Cole. Okay. Right. Cool. Yeah. Cole ain't making the squad. All right. Um, go ahead. Um, Annie said pro, right? Nice. I'm gonna go with White. I don't think Kevin White makes the team. Yeah. All right. So now we take we've taken our list one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. We've taken it down to ten. Okay. And so I don't think Kevin White is making the team. Let's go, let's do one more round. Let's do one more round. Let's say we keep seven. Let's do one more round. All right. Uh, Peachy, you go. Man. Oh. This is tough. Somebody said Jennings. I don't care what somebody said. I want to know what you say. I don't don't listen to what somebody else say. Pick what you who you feel. (laughs) Uh Sanu. 
for some reason because Ooh, I think if, if, we're, I like if, um, if we're looking for if we're looking for Marvette, then I just I think it might be Sanu. Ooh, that's smart. So you're saying Sanu might be gone right. because we're continuing to look for vets. Right. And why do we need more than one vet? Is that right. where you're going with this? That's a whole new show, Peachy. Go ahead. All right, Annie, <laughs> who you got? I got Benjamin. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right that's cool that's fair all right so i gotta pick one right that sucks so you left me with jennings richie james sheerfield and Watkins. you are some dirty rats i tell you what you know who you know who i'm gonna go with hmm. I'm going to go with Jawan Jennings. I think he was... Um, I thought he was going to be some type of diamond in the rough last year. And as injured our team was, he couldn't stay healthy to even be on the team. Right. Because of that, I don't care if he was a seventh-round draft pick, I think he's gone. Because I can see Watkins coming in there, being that short guy across the middle catching those contested passes doing what Kendrick Bourne does right and so I think Watkins takes over and I think he bumps some guys off of this list y'all I really do so I still think James will be here because we still gonna he is to this date our kickoff returner him Craycraft but now we brought in Ambry Thomas we brought in a couple of guys that could do some returning so um yeah, I, I really think that's it. So we not we narrowed it down to seven and we didn't bring anybody else in. Uh, so what Symmetry is saying is correct. I do think some of the guys that we said won't make the squad will end up on the practice squad. And that's why I put Jennings there. So good yeah. job. I still um, have hope for Jennings. I mean, I think... Absolutely. Yeah, I, I hope he can still turn into what we're expecting. He just needs to be a big body receiver to catch contested passes across the middle and in the red zone. That's it. He doesn't need to do yak. He doesn't need to do anything. Catch the ball. If it's thrown to you, bada boom, bada bing, bam. That That's all. He has good hands, right? And that's all he needs to do. All right? And I, I think, think he'll be... Go ahead, uh, James, uh, you know, Richie James, yeah, like he's boo-boo on special teams, but when he's actually like part of the offense, he's actually pretty good. I I, I do see the 49ers keeping him because mm-hmm. I, I like Richie James whenever he's, you know, whenever he, he's out there with, with the offense. And, you know, just as long as he's not on special teams, I think I, uh, Richie, Richie does really good whenever he's, you know, like I said, whenever he's not back there. <laughs> Yeah, it seems like when he's on the offense and he's he's out there, he's productive, right? I think the thing with Richie James is he still doesn't know the playbook, guys. I, I still think he doesn't know where to be in certain formations and things like that. And and, and and I think that just that's he's limited. And I think, you know, that's why he doesn't see much of the field. Now, we did have we have some other news we want to get to. All right. So let's go through this one. Then we'll save the nice juicy one for last. All right. So listen, Jaquaski Tart. All right. I think, is he the first 49er player that's changed his number? Yeah. All right. And so he's talking about the rebirth. He has changed his number from 29 to 26. 29 to 26. Let's go with Peachy. What are your thoughts on this? Is this a good look for him? Or do you think he should just stay in 29? I don't mind him changing to 26. I just happen to know about 12 people that just bought the 29. (laughs) Are you serious? I'm not going to be happy about it. 
Yeah, they they were talking about it on Twitter. They're they're mad because they just <laughs> they just why, bought the twenty nine. Why would anybody? Exactly. Let, let, let me ask this question because I'm serious. I'm dead serious. He has a one year contract. Mm-hmm. Why would anybody? Bye. Exactly. That's what I said. One year jersey. <laughs> I'm just curious. Uh, maybe it's just me. Or maybe they got the hookup. Holla if you hear me. The Master P connection. I don't know. Uh, but that sounds. I guess they got money to burn, I guess. I don't know. Well, if you're if you're out buying jerseys, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I take a, a large to extra large, and PG will take a, what, a medium, and Annie a medium. Uh, feel free to send some to Nitty Gritty Niners. <laughs> at gmail.com like make sure you send them to us well i'll give you our addresses and uh we'll keep it good we'll rock a 29 tart if you don't mind I, hey as long as his name says tart i'm cool with it now was jimmy was jimmy Ward 20 who was who was 26 on this team i was thinking about that earlier i don't have uh, in that kevin coleman's number that was kevin coleman right. oh yes yes god i forgot about him just that quick <laughs> sorry <laughs> yeah <laughs> my man Jimmy <laughs> listen Jimmy please subscribe to us on our YouTube channel at Nitty Gritty Niners so you could be in a conversation with the Nitty Gritty uh, Niner community here on YouTube man they're having a blast and you can't see what they're saying but I will post your comments out here on Facebook alright oh man that's crazy alright so Maduces says listen Breezy if our offense works inside out do we still need a deep threat receiver that's a good question uh, that's a good question. Uh, I'll let you, you you ladies take that question and then I'll go ahead and, and answer it. Uh, do we need, if our offense works inside out, meaning we're working across the, the middle of the field, getting to the sticks, do we really need to go down the field? Do we need a receiver that can go down the field? I just want to know your thoughts. Yeah, Annie. I mean, I think you do. I mean, I think it just adds that element that this team's really missing right now. I mean, you look at our receivers, Ayuk has the potential to be that downfield threat, but then the rest of them, none of our receivers are really like that. Kyle, I don't know how much he prioritizes it because he does work um, inside out. He doesn't, I don't think that it's a big thing on on his agenda, but I mean, I really think we're missing that deep threat. And um, I mean, in my mind, I've always thought, oh, we haven't been able to do it because of Jimmy, because of his, his arm, his potential or whatever. Noodle, noodle, Jimmy noodle. Sorry, he's still our quarterback. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> for now, anyway. If we have a guy like Trey Lance who can sling it like that, you better open up the deep pass game. That's right. That's right. Um, <laughs> We appreciate you, Jimmy. I just wanted you to be in a conversation with the with the community because they have it's like it's you have a chat on Facebook. You can't see what the YouTube people are saying and they can't see what you're saying unless I post it live. But if you want to rock on Facebook, be my guest. But thank you so much for tuning in. Peachy, what are your thoughts on the deep threat? I completely agree that we do need that deep threat out there because it will open up the offense and that's one thing that we have been missing we have been missing that element so and he's exactly right that that's exactly why we we do need a deep threat we just need to change the element that's why whenever my new quarterback takes over out there and we're definitely definitely going to see (laughs) i want you i want you to say that again i want you to say that one more time when my new quarterback takes over you see how she took ownership and her quarterback it's her it's, it's when my not our she's not thinking of any of you out there you know make sure you follow her too at crystal pgb <laughs> okay she said when my new quarterback all right and so that's something wayne breezy would say 
Uh, so I'm going to say it too when I get up, when it's my turn to talk. Go ahead, PG, finish saying your thought. I just wanted you to say it again. I was just going to say, Playbook is opened up and expanded the way that Kyle intended for it to be in the first place. So we're definitely going to need a deep threat. Yeah. My deuces, I love you. But that's just, that's, that, that's a, it's rocket science. We, we need, we need a deep threat. This is, this is no longer like, you know, we have a quarterback now that can throw the ball probably John Elway down the field. Like, I'm saying John Elway because that means deep. So if you don't understand my language, he can get the ball down the field. That's all I'm saying. Uh, we need a quarterback that can do that. And he can do it pretty much with a, with creating his own kind of a pocket. So if the pocket collapses, he can step out and say, nah, you still can't get me. And just get it down there. Yeah, we do. We do. And I do like Brandon Ayuk at that position. But he's not the speedy guy, right? And so when you're throwing down the field, you want speed and good hands. Hands, right me personally I, I miss having the six four six five wide receiver six six that, that, that's probably too tall but I just miss having a taller wide receiver um and so unfortunately we, we don't have that um but I do miss the big body wide receiver the guy that's why Callie and I was high on a guy like Diami Brown out of North Carolina you know, because even though he wasn't super tall, he jumped super tall. And so if that ball was thrown down there, he had the hands that could go and grab the pass out of the air. And PG, your old guy, Justin Fields, was great at that. Like that that's the that's the offense they ran at the Ohio Speaking State. Of Justin Fields, there's a lot of comments out there that are saying that I was a Fields girl five days ago. Let me tell you, I'm still in mourning over the fact that we didn't get Justin Fields. I had to come. Get nitty gritty. That's what I'm talking about. Talk your talk. You, Let him you know. can ask Breezy. I had to come to the realization that it was not going to happen. So I had to breathe. I had to stretch. I had to let it go. Peachy had to go. sign up for Lamaze classes, y'all. Yes. Like I had, I, like we we I had to really, enroll her, really and yes. <laughs> there was an app on the iPhone. Like, well, she don't have an iPhone, but there was an app on the Android, and I was like, listen, get this app, and Wusa, like, cause she got to let it go. It still, <laughs> she it was is struggling. Still a very very sore spot of mine. So thank you guys out there for for making me feel like this mall. But Trey Lance is my new quarterback. Yes, I said it because I am a 49er fan. So therefore, my new quarterback is going is it plays for the 49ers, which means that I support him. I'm a 49er fan. And mm-hmm. I happen to love him. I never said that I hated him. I just had a preference. My preference was not met. So therefore, yes, that's my new quarterback. So therefore, that's just all there is to it. I want to do a show where we do the best 49ers for each position group. That's what we're going to do in the offseason as we long wait away the, the NFL season to get started, right? There's not much training camp stuff going on. There's no OTAs and we we don't know if we'll be able to go to the training camp sessions and things like that. So shout out to Diesel Elliott saying, and all you said was, I miss T.O. Bro, there will never, ever be another Terrell Owens, and there will ever, never, ever, 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 never, ever be another Jerry Rice. There's some other great receivers right now, but those two guys changed the game when the game was really about football. You know, 
like the rules have changed like you, you can't hit receivers either across the middle like you used to so those guys played in a different era uh i'm with you west coast 76 all right so last but not least as far as news Okay, so Robert Griffin III was live on this show and he pretty much put out his resume and said, listen, I can run the Shanahan system and there's no guy out there that can help your new quarterback better than I can run your system. I just want to know your thoughts. So we'll start with Peachy and then we'll go with Annie. You know, this might be pretty unpopular, but I would be excited to have RG3 in. He knows Kyle's system. He can mentor to Trey. And people forget, yes, RG3 ran, but he was also a really good passer. I think that a lot of people are forgetting that because he got hurt because he was running because he went slide and all that stuff. But let me tell you, I look, I would not talking. have a problem I'm with this stuff. Just keep no, I saw Daddy O up there. I'm just telling you. I'm, I'm just saying. No, he he couldn't teach him how to slide, but <laughs> I think that he could he could help him along a lot faster with with Kyle's offense because he knows it. So I'm just gonna keep it up. I wouldn't have no problem with it if he did. All right, and Annie, your thoughts? Because I want to get to some of these comments. These are funny. Yeah, I mean, if he wanted to help Trey Lance that bad, he could give him a call in the offseason. He could go to coffee with him. He doesn't need to be on our roster. I think I think we're fine how it is. And yeah, he, he did sound like he wanted a paycheck. It was, I hear you. He was kind I of expecting the Niners to sign him. I'll tell you what, though. I'd get rid of Nate Sudfield, Josh Johnson, and Josh Rosen, and I would take RG3 on this team. RG3, Jimmy Garoppolo, and Trey. <laughs> like, just those options. That doesn't mean he has to play. You know what question I have? Peachy and I were talking uh, over the weekend, and we were saying to ourselves, how in the hell is Jimmy Garoppolo going to prepare Trey Lance at quarterback like how is he the guy to pass the torch at least you know Brett Favre did things that Aaron Rodgers Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't do anything that Trey Lance does and you know what I'm going to ask you this question and then I'm going to talk about the RG3 thing so go ahead Annie how how does Jimmy help Trey Lance I mean, I just look at him as a mentor for the, I mean, offensively for what Kyle runs for his scheme. But as far as the physicality goes, I mean, I don't think Jimmy can really mentor him athletically, but I also don't think that Trey Lance is going to need that much mentoring in that uh, area of his game. Do you really think that Jimmy has the playbook grasped? Because that's what, because I don't. I think I'm pretty comfortable with him. Mm -mm. No, you're not. No, you're not. You're lying. You sat here every game. Here's, you know what? I, you know why I say you're not? 
And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm whatever. This is why you're not. I last yesterday I watched the Seattle game. We were eight and zero. We were eight and zero playing against Seattle. That's the game. Javian Clowney got hurt, came back like Superman or something like that. We were eight, and Jimmy Garoppolo was horrible in that game. He was horrible. We were eight and zero. I think that was Emmanuel Sanders' second or third game, maybe second game. He was horrible. And so I remember watching some of the games in 2019 when we when we were on that Super Bowl winning, you know, comp- competition team where Jimmy just did not look good running Kyle's system. And so I think Jimmy looks good at running certain things in Kyle's system and he understands certain plays, especially with play action. Jimmy could throw a play action pass, man. Jim, Jimmy can do that. That that's a good Jimmy trait, you know. Um, as for, I'm not looking for the physicality things, but I just I just don't know. I just I, I kind of like the RG three thing because RG three y'all can talk trash about him all y'all want, but before he got injured and couldn't slide, that cat was MVP ish. His rookie season, falling, and he was also doing it, throwing the football. <laughs> he was throwing the ball down the field. He exactly. had a cannon. Kid coming yeah. out of Baylor Great. had a cannon. Great arm. Mm-hmm. Um, Peachy. I mean, I know we talk, but tell him how you feel about that. And if you change up, I'm gonna come after you, Mike Jason. No, because I actually agree with what Sam said. This is how I feel about it right here. He says, I'm more comfortable with Jimmy's grasp of the offense. Yeah, Jimmy will make a great coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can can you see Jimmy? I don't know if they still do this because now they have, you know, Microsoft Surface tablets. But you remember when the backup quarterbacks used to have the headsets and they would sit there and be calling, I don't know, to be calling plays or dummy plays or like whatever. But but I can see Jimmy doing that. Like I can see Jimmy being that type of a guy, helping him get acquainted to becoming a starting quarterback. Yeah, I, that's what I think. I'm, I'm comfortable with Jimmy in the sense of helping him understand the system. Okay. I mean, I think Trey Lance is going to definitely execute it better than Jimmy. No, I, I okay. I, no, I, and I agree with that. I just, you know, usually when you're bridging a quarterback, you kind of want, I don't know, maybe it's different you, now. The one, the one thing that I will say, and it's probably going to make people mad, but I don't care because I'm peachy and everybody knows that I just don't care about it. I'm going to put my my opinion out there. You got to be able to read a damn defense. So you can't teach Trey Lance how to read a defense. I take my glasses off so I can hear what you're saying. You can. Did did you just say, (laughs) did you just say that? Did you just say what I just thought you said? Yeah. Like that's what, that's what, that's what gets me about Jimmy. And listen, I've, we've talked about this every time Kyle Shanahan did a presser after a practice he had nothing positive to say they wouldn't even show the the highlights like there was one out of 40 like Jimmy was a bad practice player I wonder if that translates this is not a bash Jimmy G segment it's just more like we got a new quarterback and I just want the new quarterback to play I don't care if we start day one like but uh, as far as Cali's got going on here with Jimmy is a good practice player, that's what they said about him in New England, that he was not, that mm. he also was not a good practice player in New England as well. They had the mm. expatriates that had come out and said those things that they said about him and that they were worried about him. And they even had some people that said that they didn't even really trust him under center because they're like, is he going to do this? Is he going to be able to see this and that? And they, they saw these things in practice, but... 
it started in New England with his practice habits. Like it really did. It just did. The way like, when, when he was out there. I it's got just you. the truth. I'm not bashing Garoppolo. I'm just telling you that you can't teach a rookie anything if you do not like clearly understand it yourself. You're not Tom Brady. You can't you can't teach this, you know, you can't teach him about a defense and what to look at when you don't even know what the hell you're looking at. I mean, there's yeah. plenty of times when when Kyle has said in pressers, you know, I had to ask him, what did you see whenever you were out there? Now tell me I'm wrong. Because when he and the pressers, after some games, Kyle would literally say, I had to ask Jimmy, you know, to tell me what he saw out there. And that kind of stuff. So I'm just saying. Just here's, here's what bothers me about this, you know, in practice uh, in 2019, he threw five interceptions in a row. And I want to know where the hell those DBs were in the regular season because we couldn't get any interceptions. And so I would love to play against Jimmy Garoppolo. Like if I'm a team, oh yeah, put Jimmy out there. That Like that's what I would be saying. I would love like, to be a linebacker. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that they drop in coverage and he just never understands how they're dropping in the coverage and then it's just interception. And then when your coach takes the ball out of your hand, now you know why. You know what I mean? And that happened in, uh, against the Vikings. Because think about it. Two more of those. two He should have had two more interceptions in that game. All to Eric Kendricks, too, by the way. That was that was rough. That was rough. And so, like, I do think that Jimmy... Like, I, it's hard for me to go back to 2019 and expect him to do what he did in 2019 because we're in 2021 now. Yeah. So it's hard for me to expect that. That does not mean that he can't. It's just hard for me to expect that. But if you, too, do yourselves a favor this week. If you go back and rewatch every game of 2019, you will start to understand why we had to move on from Jimmy. You can believe it was injury all you want. Just go back and watch Jimmy Garoppolo, even in the games we won. Even in the games we won, he still didn't look as great as we think. That's all I'm saying. All right, that's all I'm saying. Now, last thing about Jimmy Garoppolo, and we'll get off this subject. All right, um, does he start day one? Is he starting? Is Jimmy Garoppolo? They've said he's the starting quarterback. They've guaranteed his 2021 contract, right? Um, but we do have the out in 2022, obviously, with no, with little to dead money. But is he your starting quarterback week one? Annie. Oh, this is a hard one. Um, do I think he do I do I think he will be starting on day one? I do. I think that he will be starting for a very short amount of time though. I was kind of thrown off when Kyle was like, we'll see when he's ready, when Lance is ready, and then he's in. So I don't believe that Jimmy's gonna be the starter for the entire season. I think it's gonna be a very um, Tua situation like with Miami. Um, but I, I don't think, yeah, I think we're gonna let Jimmy play a little bit. I don't think that, um, I don't think Kyle's lying to us with the, Jimmy is our starter right now. Cause he's been adamant about that. Yeah. I think it's gonna go. Yeah, even toward the end of the season, he did. They kept, they they went around it a little bit, but it, he made us feel like it was. But then when you trade up and you make the gesture that you do, and then you draft a quarterback. Not only did you trade up, you drafted a quarterback. Like it's hard to really believe. Like, are you really not gonna play the guy that you drafted, Peachy? What are your thoughts? I would just like to say, since the 49ers are obviously gonna pay Garoppolo 
you know, by June 1st or whenever that is in June when they give him his contract. I would say that he probably will be the starter. I do still believe that it's possible that before the trade deadline in November that Jimmy will be traded. I just do not believe that Jimmy's going to be here for the whole entire season because I believe, you know, once once Trey's ready, I believe that Kyle's going to put him out there. Okay. That's I mean, and it's fair. It's 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 fair to say that uh once he's ready, I guess I'm the only lone wolf guy that just believes that Trey can come in here and Kyle can run a system in a certain set of plays and Trey Lance and Trey Lance can make those plays. I guess I'm the only one that believes that. I, I never understand what it means to be ready because I feel like if you're a football player, then you suit up. And if you're smart enough, you can go out there and make the right plays. And so I get it. You got to learn an offense. But Jimmy Garoppolo came in here with a limited amount of offense known and we won five in a row. And so you mean to tell me we can't limit the offense to a person that no one has ever seen play before like literally played 17 games we can't go out there and and let this kid just ball out with a certain set of plays to when no one has ever seen him and then Kyler Murray start like week one and he was killing yeah let me I don't uh, don't care he played wherever he played I don't care about college anymore we talk about the NFL he came in the NFL and he was a he was a weapon and so we have a weapon Hey, we have a weapon no one has ever seen. Yeah. And the reason why we drafted him and the reason why Kyle liked him is because he's a weapon that you can just keep adding new pieces onto it. Like, yeah. so it starts off as a pistol. It can end up as a Bazooka Joe dung gun cannon, right? Like that, that is what Trey Lance is. And so right. why not let him go out there as a pistol and do his thing? Dude, you know the formation you can run with him? You could put a pistol? God, Lee! Like, uh, all right, I'm getting too ahead of the game. We are yeah. so far away from the NFL season. Uh, Symmetry says if Trey looks good in training camp, he's starting. I, I, I know. This is this is my thought. And so Taryn says it all depends on training camp. Yeah, and but but, like that. but there's a caveat, Breezy, because I would love for Trey to start. Everybody knows, like, I want Trey to start. But mm. the caveat is training camp. So I'm not going to say that he's going to start because it just depends on what happens in training camp. I'm going to tell I, you right now, I'm there ain't no you. way Trey's balls going to look better. Pause. His passes. I'm sorry. You you know what I meant. Like the, mm-hmm. the, the throws. His excuse me, his throws are going to look better. Oh, definitely. He's gonna be more athletic. He's young, and people and people are doubting him. I mean, what more can you ask a person? Now, this is this is the competition in camp is gonna be fire because now we're gonna see a fired up, mad Jimmy Garoppolo. I like, I, I've I never seen him mad. I've ne- have you ever seen Jimmy not smile? Quick, quick question. No, I'm trying to think. Like Annie's smiling, just thinking about it. You know what? No, I don't. I don't. I can't re- recollect him not smiling. He's always smiling. Stop smiling, man! Stop punching the face. Even, even after the Super Bowl, he didn't oh. smile. After, he smiled after the Super Bowl. He. It wasn't a smile, smile, but but he wasn't. You know what I'm saying? Like he wasn't. He didn't look angry. He didn't look really that sad about it. He was just, hmm. you know, kind of. You know what I'm saying? I've never I'm, seen them mad. I'm all for happy-go-lucky, but show me some grit. Like, show me sh- you've seen oh, you've seen a mat. Diesel says he's seen a mat. Please explain, please, because I I always see him. Maybe it was a mad smile. I'm not sure. Now we did a poll earlier today. We asked the question. We said, "Who is your favorite pick in the draft, other than Trey Lance?" Right? And so, oh my gosh. 
oh goodness this ended up very well and so i don't have it to post but i'm gonna read the stat so aaron banks was up there trey sherman was up there sir i always call him sherman because i think eric sherman eric sherman all right yeah i don't know about hip-hop ambry thomas was up there and tyler noah hufanga was up there uh and uh trey sherman is their favorite pick according to the people that voted on the nitty gritty niners poll so thank you so much for voting guys we're going to put these polls out before every monday so on every monday make sure you're on nitty gritty niners uh that's the twitter handle make sure you go to that and so that way you can vote on the poll right there right all right so nitty gritty the number nine ers all right and so you can vote on the poll now i'm going to ask annie then i'm going to ask peachy who is your favorite pick in the draft other than trey lance I'm split on this one. My favorite pick player-wise, like how they play on the field, is Trey Sermon. I'm totally pumped about that. I loved watching him at Ohio State, and we finally – I mean, he's not the speedster, but he's – I mean, he's physical, and he has a great burst, and I'm so excited to see this different type of running back in Kyle's system. I think he's going to have a great year, but – Person-wise, I really like um, Talanoa from USC. I just loved, um, I love watching the way he plays. You can just see the passion and love that he has for the game. I mean, he's going full speed, full out. I mean, he's everywhere making those tackles and he seems like a really great guy, high character guy. So personality-wise, character-wise, he's my favorite pick, but yeah, those are my two guys. All right. And PG, who was your favorite player or players? She had two, so you could pick two. If you have a personal and then you have a one that's going to fit the team the best, like who are your favorite player or players of the draft? Well, personally, everyone knows that it's it's Trey Thurman. Um, I'm very, very happy that we have him. I I actually saw him like when he was at Oklahoma before he transferred to Ohio State for his senior year. And I was, thought that he was just going to be right in. I think he's just going to be a bruiser in this offense. And I can't wait for him to get in there. Then I'll have to go with, with Ambry Thomas, mm. actually, because I, um, I, was, I was really glad that we got him. You know, we, um, I think that he, he's going to be excellent in this, um, on this offense. And because he's, he's, he's fast. He's quick on his feet. And I like that. Yeah, he's we, four, three. we need we need some speed. He's four he's four three fast. Right. Just, I just mm-hmm. want to put that out there. Yep. He's four three. He's four three fast. Yeah, that, he's, he's he's very fast. That's fast. I, like I, I feel like he would he will he will compliment um Jason Verrett very well. Uh and then he would probably slide over to that side of the field because that's how he plays. He plays like a Jason Verrett style. You know what I'm saying? It's taller. Um, but he plays that type of style of football with more right. speed than Verrett. Verrett has really good hips, so he's able to get them hips turned around, and he's really getting beat down the field. This kid really gets beat down the field. Now, he does give up big plays, so do not get mad if you see this kid give up a 20-yard play, but he doesn't give up touchdowns. I just, I like you, you, it's, a, it's a gift and a curse when you draft some type of cornerbacks. Like they, they might give up 20 yard chunks, but you know, I'm, I'm the bend don't break type of a person. So, you know, we can bend. It's okay. You know, secondary's bend, you know, but with a pass rush, those 20 yard chunks might not even come out either. You know what I'm saying? All right. So I love your picks. I do. I didn't expect PG to say Ambry Thomas too, by the way. That's just not what I, she's, she's an Ohio State fan. You know, I'm not saying Trey Sherman. I bumped that cat like I, you know I mean we, I do want him on the show but I mean 
just don't like Ohio State. Like, you know. Anyway, um, my favorite player in this that we drafted on on uh during this in this draft, I was gonna say I think it was on third Friday Friday, I think it was. Saturday. Saturday. My favorite player was Talanoa Hovanga. When I did my special on this kid and I had to watch his film, I said, OMG. Like, he has to be a 49er. He's a Ronnie Lott type of a 49er. Like, play where you need to play on this field and do what you need to do. And the reason why I comped him to Ronnie Lott is because he can thump like Ronnie Lott. He can cover like Ronnie Lott. He's not Ronnie Lott. But he's a 49er, and Ronnie Lott was the best DB 49er probably. I don't really count Deion Sanders because we only had him for a year. But Ronnie Lott was the best DB for the 49ers, hands down. I mean, there's other players like Eric Wright and a couple other guys, but he and Eric Davis. Like, but Ronnie Lott was like the best um, back there. Um, but the reason why I compare him to him is because the way he plays in the box, you know. And so I really feel like this kid can play hybrid. And you heard John Lynch say that. You said, hey, man, <laughs> he could be a linebacker. He could be a DB, like whatever it is you want to call it. You know, yeah, West Coast, I agree. Deion Sanders was the reason why we won the Super Bowl. But Ronnie Lott was different, man. Now, he was different. He was different. He changed the game. Matter of fact, the game had to change because of him. Uh, but I feel this kid is a thumper like that. Does he get called for too many penalties? He does play like John Lynch. Um, he gets down, he gets gritty, right? I like he's, that. He's he's rocking the ball out. You know, he's a thumper, guys. He's a thumper. When is it like Marcel Harris is a thumper? But Marcel Harris takes poor angles. The only issue with Hufanga is his is his injury status. Like he has to find ways. He has to. He just has to be healthy. It's only why he dropped so low. Only reason why he dropped so low. All right. Um, so yeah, he, on special teams, he's gonna be a beast. We got some people on this team that's gonna play special teams that's going to make our, remember I kept saying we need to address the special teams, y'all. Mm-hmm. We addressed the special teams yes, with some players in this draft. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm gonna leave it at that. Um, he's my favorite player, but the person that I feel like will fit the team the most. Ew, I gotta go look at the list again. Dang, I feel like none of these players fit the team, but they will be a fit after we get through with them. I'm just going to go through all of them real quick. So Aaron Banks doesn't fit, but he will. We're going to adjust to him, if you know what that means. Trey Sermon, that's not the type of running game we play, but now we got a guard for inside zone. So now Trey Sermon can run up the butt. Right, right up the middle. Right now, now we talk about. So now that's a fit. That's a fit. Ambry Thomas, he's another person. Look, Ambry doesn't have a lot of. Uh, he only played like started one year at Michigan, guys. So um, he was a lockdown corner though in one year. He played on like the best defense, and 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 college football that year. Michigan was like the best. We just couldn't beat one team because we weren't. They weren't built to beat a player like I think it was Justin Fields. I want to say it was Justin Fields. He just, the way he ran around was just ridiculous. And so, and, and you got to think about it. It's a Jim Harbaugh guy who he couldn't stop. Russell Wilson, right? Like, they, like those are those type of quarterbacks. Um, and then, Hufanga, he doesn't fit either. Like, these guys just don't fit. But, oh, man, are we changing the tide of the 49ers? Like, we're, we're doing some things here. So, so we're seeing some things change, some old ways change, uh, and things like that. And so, oh, I want to go through all the picks. So, let's do a quick draft recap, all right? Um, and, and 
uh, we got a special guest coming on tonight too, around eight thirty, uh, and that special guest is going to break down the sh- break down each one of the players. So if you guys were hiding under a rock somewhere, you know, and you just don't know what the heck is going on in San Francisco, trade to the Bay. Lance is the number three pick in the first round for the 49ers and I know everybody seems ecstatic I know we all wanted different people I get you I got it I know we did I know Peachy wanted Fields Annie who did you want by the way I know it wasn't Mac Jones yeah no I want yeah and, and it's okay you know, I understand. Fields would have Fields would have been dope. You know, Fields would have been dope. The second round pick, uh, pick forty eight, was Aaron Money in the Banks. Aaron Money in the Banks, big guy. Was he three fifteen out of Notre Dame? Does anyone know anything else about him other than he's just a big mauler? I know that he's friends. Um, he's friends with McGlinchey. Yeah, they're that. very close. I don't know anything else about I know he's durable. I mean, I think he started 31 straight games. So 31 at guard, man. Can the 49ers finally get a healthy offensive line? You know, symmetry and I and uh Taryn, PG, Mariah. Like we were on the show all weekend long. And I think it was Symmetry that said this. Like and, and it made sense. He was like, Y'all been crying about offensive linemen for two years and we draft them and y'all complaining. I don't know if I quoted you right, Sim, but I know that's the gist of what you said. Listen, the 49ers didn't take one, but they took two offensive linemen in the draft. So we got a guy that's going to play guard, and we got a guy that could play guard and tackle, and we'll talk. Now, this is the question I want to ask, because Joy put this up here, and shout out to Joy. She says, right guard starting. Daniel Brunskill, backup. Thoughts on this one, Peachy and Annie? Uh... I uh, I mean I think I think that that um he's um he's gonna be he's gonna be good. Yeah. You think he's gonna start? Right. I think he's gonna start, yeah. My apologies, yeah. Arthur, he's three thirty. All right. Yeah, uh, I think I think that he's gonna start. I think he's gonna be good. I like yeah. I think so. I've heard Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm thinking. I think I've heard rumors about that Brunskill's possibly gonna take over for Alex Mack um, in a couple years at center. So mm-hmm. I think I can imagine Brunskill still starting, but I can see Banks filling in that spot for Brunskill. Brunskill moving to center. Um. So you, you heard right, and you heard that he is. I, I, for some reason, Kyle Shanahan likes guys that can just do multiple things so last year was his rookie year at center okay and it wasn't it wasn't pretty and so i think kyle got a guard a better guard he's better than brunskill he just he just hand he's just better uh doesn't give up sacks uh he didn't give up many sacks on the cut i don't even give him any sacks on the college level um he's definitely durable like Andy pointed out and guys in the run game like he's not the fastest guy to get out there and block like we're, we're usually seeing but he's gonna be on the same side as Mike McGlinchey like this might be good like they might know each other and they might be able to communicate differently and then you put Alex Mack this, this might be a good thing he's starting week one I just want to put that yeah. out there that he will be starting start. week one there's no way you draft a guard in round two and he doesn't start round right. one round two they start end of discussion hands down 
he's going in the game. All right. And so does he have to learn much? Nope. Because he naturally knows what to do at guard. And there's going to be some change up paces with the running game. And so we're going to get to that pick next. All right. And so I agree with you, Niner Signets. I agree with Joy as well. He is going to be starting week one. No ifs, no ands, no B-U-T's about it. All right. Trey Sunday Sermon. I like this guy. I don't like talking about him. I like this guy. Peachy, I'm going to let you take this one, girl. Let me tell you, the 49ers, like, if the 49ers were not already my favorite team, getting this guy, they would become my favorite team. You guys are in for a treat if you don't know. I know there were some people that are like, I don't know anything about Trey Sermon because I don't, um, you know, um, I don't watch Big Ten football or, you know, I watch you Ohio State. Out. You are missing out. This guy is awesome. The only caveat I have in Breezy, you are correct about that when we're talking about this weekend, his injuries mm-hmm. that he got. However, I will say, I don't believe that Trey would have have um, been injured if it had to been for one, their short COVID season. People have to forget that not only were their games shortened, but so were their practices. There were some some weeks where Ohio State played where they barely even practiced that week before the game. Not to mention how they just had these games that just like popped up out of the blue. They weren't they weren't going to play, then they were going to play. And, you know, it was just a really crazy, crazy season. So I think the 49ers also had to take that into consideration of the, the player that, that he will become once he gets, you know, into a, a, a stable environment and um, he's able to play more. He's able to practice more. He's able to do that. That's how I feel. But 49ers are getting a bruiser. I do um I I know that he's he's not going to be our number 1 but unless Moster which that's another show but anyway but I I do feel like that Trey Trey is at least going to be like a third down back I know he's going to be a goal line back somebody had brought up during the draft show um one of our draft shows about it was a cross between Lynch and um I forgot the other player I'm sorry about that but that's exactly the type of player that he is like he's just a bruiser like he can just he can hit you and it can hurt and you can go down yeah. <laughs> the, the thing I like about Trey Sermon is you're not going to get uh, I, I I tried to tweet this out I don't know if I tweeted it or just said it to someone but um uh his his 40s speed might not be fast right. but check his 10 yard splits uh-huh. so when he gets to that 10 yard it's the, the jet like it, it just <laughs> turns on right and so maybe he doesn't have a quick start but once he gets going sort of like Jeff Wilson Jr. right like once they get going good luck and he doesn't go down easily. I'm not going to say he got injured due to COVID. I mean, he broke his collarbone and there was another injury that um, had him kind of like sidelined for a little bit. But um, I don't care. Like, I, this kid is a beast. Okay. This kid is a beast. Arthur Long says, great pick. Sermon will take over the starting job. Listen, if the 49ers are evolving to what I think they are, he will be taking over the starting job. Remember oh. last, remember when the season ended, what did I always say about Raheem Mostert? I said, you need someone to start and then let him come in and spell the starter, right? Let him come in and be the change of pace back. That way, you get one, you get... The 49ers want to average three and a half yards to carry 
Three and a half yards times three is what? A first down. That's what it is, right? And so they want to average that. He will get you three and a half yards a carry. With this offensive line that we're constructing, he's going to get you like at least that. And so when you bring in a guy like Mostert, who could still run inside, right, and do that, do that quick one-cut thing, Majiggy, then Mostert's taking it to the house each and every time. This is going to be crazy, man. And so Callie says, does Sermon take Jeff Wilson Jr.'s spot? I think they all play. Uh, I think they all play. What are your thoughts about that, Andy? Does he take his spot? I, I think they all play, but I do think he's going to be more effective than Jeff Wilson. This really? Season. Yeah, I think he's more powerful than Jeff Wilson. Mm-hmm. And I just, yeah, I like that one-two punch with Mostert and Sermon. Just total change of pace. So, yeah, I see him ultimately taking over Jeff Wilson's spot. I mean, Jeff Wilson's on a one-year deal, too. So, mm-hmm. I'm thinking these running backs that we just signed, I mean, they've got to be thinking for the future. We can't bring them all back. Some of them have got to take, some, take each other's places. That's that's the one thing I was trying to explain to some of our fans out there when they said, oh, I don't like this pick. We signed Wayne Gauman. No money guarantee. We signed this guy, and then we got this guy. Listen, man, the run, we couldn't run the ball last year, guys. We ain't had no running backs, man. They were all hurt. So you load up at the running back because Kyle Shanahan wants to run the ball. It's evident. He wants to set up play action pass, get the quarterback out back to the uh, to the to the defense, turn around, look, boom, somebody's wide open going across the middle of the field. That's what he wants to do. But you can't just do play action without having an effective running game. You need linebackers to bite on the handoff. They bite on the run. They come up. Uh Oh, no, there's no linebackers in the middle of the field. Well, I won't throw any interceptions to linebacker. I might throw it to the safety, but I won't throw it to the linebacker. At least that's what Jimmy that's what made that's when Jimmy is highly effective y'all he's highly effective on the throws and he does get the ball out he used to get the ball out of his hands quick I'm not sure what happened maybe the line just got really bad really bad um so you said that somebody said something about number one running back I, I that's another position that might not have numbers maybe maybe it's matchup I don't know we talked about wide receivers um not having number ones and number twos and number threes and whatever. Uh, P says that um, Gallman is going to be the goal line running back. Uh, I think, I think they all can play goal line. Yo. I think Jeff Wilson Jr. could be on the goal line. I think it all depends on the formation that we're not talking about. So it depends on the formation that's out there on the field. You know, if you if <laughs> it just depends on the formation. That, that's how I look at it. Depends on the formation. So yes. All right. So that was our third round pick now we traded up did we trade the rams to get that pick can't remember rams or raiders one and two um was it the rams or was it the raiders all right i know we traded with both of those teams but we ended up getting another third round pick and this is my guy ambry angry thomas now i don't know if my man javi made a typo when he called them angry thomas or if he meant that he plays angry um so I tried to correct him. I was like, you mean Ambry Thomas? So now he's called Angry Thomas, if you want to know why we're giving him that name. Listen, man, let me just tell you a little bit about this kid. Uh, he was a one-year starter at Michigan. He came in, he played the 2019 season, he balled out. He sat out the 2020 season. A lot of players sat out the 2020 season. He decided to say, I'm going to enter the draft and I'm going to forego the 2020 season. And if you didn't notice, Michigan defense wasn't as great. Uh, but with this kid, this kid, 
he plays very contested catches. Like when he's playing in man coverage, okay, like it's really hard to throw on him. He doesn't get called for a lot of penalties. And he, he doesn't give up. He, he, he makes, he has a lot of tip pass, pass breakups. That's what he does. He specializes in that. Also, he has four interceptions. So he can't intercept the ball. He can find the ball. So you're getting that. You're getting a lockdown island type of cornerback out of him with the speed to be great on this team. Now, in man coverage, I mean, in zone coverage, he's a little different, right? Now he's playing in spaces in zone. And so he's going to give up plays, right? He's not his own, pretty much his own guy. But this might tell you something. We talk about evolving. Maybe the defense is evolving to man zone. Who knows? Play zone on one side, man on the other. Hey, now we're talking about evolving. All right. Everybody that play man and know what man zone coverage is. All right. <laughs> um, and you find, and if you're a quarterback, you look for the what? The guy in man coverage. <laughs> if my wide receiver can beat your DB, I'm throwing it down the field all day. That's why we got a new quarterback named Trey Lance. All right. And so um, you're going to see some of these things. Not only do you get that from Angry Thomas, you also get the return game. It was with the Rams. Good job. You also get the return game. And so he can take it to the house. And that's why I said we're upgrading on the special teams unit. We're getting some players that can upgrade. Yes, Kelly, you're right. He can also be a return man. He's versatile. And remember, Peachy, you said Kyle Shanahan was like, what type of players? First of all, players. He likes players that can play about five positions. You know, we call those the 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 blue collar workers or something like they can do everything uh, and do them well. All right. Uh, he should. Daddyo says he should be Ambry. Ah, I see what you did. I like that. Or we can call him Ambry or Amber. I, I don't know. I'm thinking of Amber Alert. Anyway, I like that. He's fast. He's fast. He's 4-3 fast. You got another fast guy out there um, in the return game because I don't think Travis Benjamin even, I don't know. When you get older, you get slower. Did you see guys, did you see Michael Vick run the 40? He's like 45 years old. He ran a 4-7. And so if he ran a 4-7, I must be like a 7-8. Like I must be really slow. <laughs> right? Like like we need to do this. We need to go out and get somebody to clock us, run the forty, and then we'll post a video clip. I know Annie's gonna beat both of us, PG, because she's like oh, yeah. red, like she's young. You know, I got bad knees, but I want to do it. Like I want to do it. I want to. I'm gonna go to the track on one Saturday, and I'm gonna go get one of those old stopwatches. I don't know what they, you know, what they're called, but I'm gonna go find the stopwatch. You know, the one the gym teachers used to use with the three. Matter of fact, whenever I go running, I see this old guy running and he has it. So I'm just going to mug him and take his. I'm just playing. I'm going to ask him if I can borrow his and give it back to him the next time I see him running. Because I don't know where to find those. I don't. I don't know where to find those. Um, uh, speaking of Madden, I didn't get a chance to play Madden this weekend. I was so upset. So I missed all the draft cards and I refused to buy packs. Like I just refused to buy the packs. So I won't get to play with Trey Lance. Unless I go to the market and I have money to buy one. And they're probably like 400,000 coins. And I brought that up because, yeah. Wait, what does he say? Breezy mentioned Madden. Oh, Lance on Madden with this. Uh, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Madden 2022 is going to be crazy. Uh, I think everybody's going to get Madden 22 just because the 49ers got better in the draft. All right. We got a couple more picks to get through. Uh, we're not going to break them down too much because our special guest is going to come on and do that. Here is our fifth round pick. This is the other, uh, we call him an offensive lineman because he can play tackle and he can play guard. 
All right. And so if you watched him at the senior bowl, if you watched his workouts at the senior bowl, he did both. He did both well. Like nobody got past him. I was like, oh, snap. There's another big guy. I think he's 315. My my apologies if I said Aaron Banks was 315. The guard was bigger. My bad. All right. And so this guy's big too. Also in round five, we took three players. We got, I'm not going to mess up his first name, Demador, uh, Demador, Pitch Black, Len, Lenoir. I call him Pitch Black because if you've seen the movie Pitch Black, you understand he can see in the dark and he can do some things. That's why he wears those bright colors. You know what I'm saying? But he's going to be a problem. Uh, I see him as a slot guy. Yeah. Um, and so he could play they say he could play outside as well but here's my guy man we already talked a little bit about him and let's go ahead and break down some of these guys right these are un, these are priority free agents right or the undrafted free agents and let's start with um, Austin Watkins uh, what are your thoughts on Austin Watkins so I tell you what Annie you take Austin Peachy you take Justin which is the Ohio State guy and I'll take the other two. All right. Oh, I forgot Elijah Mitchell. My bad. That was our last pick in the draft. Elijah Mitchell. A lot of people like this kid. He's fast too, right? He runs a four, three, something. I remember what he... He's yep. pretty fast. Yeah, I think it's about... Before we go... Before yeah. we, for, for what? It was either four three three or four three eight. It was four three three. It was four three three. You're right. And that, that number, I remember that number. Listen... How do you guys feel about Bobby Turner getting two picks in this draft? Bump them PFAs right now. How do you feel about Bobby Turner, the running backs coach? The position has never addressed in the draft. Has it been since Kyle Shanahan's first draft when he drafted Joe Daggone Williams, right? And so how do you feel about Bobby Turner getting not one, but two running backs? Let's go with Annie and then PG. But yeah, we needed it, right? I mean, this running back room is not durable whatsoever. And now I think even if they're not durable, you have enough depth to make it durable. You're going to have some of these guys healthy, and I think they're all great guys. I mean, you're looking just at your top five, where you have obviously Mostert and Wilson, and then you have Sermon, and you have Gallman, and then you have Mitchell, and maybe if you bring back Hasty too. I mean, you have a lot of guys who are all solid backs. So, I mean, Bobby Turner's got to be feeling great. I know I'm feeling great about our running backs. Peachy? On the other side of that, I just wanted to say that I think that it just goes into the evolution of what this this offense is turning into. And I believe that in order for you to be able to do that, that goes back to what Annie just said about durability or at least depth at the running back position. I believe that our offense is evolving into more of, of to where we're going to run the football more, especially with our new quarterback uh, and what he can do and that element. So I just believe that that our our offense is just taking that turn, and that's why that was necessary for us to shock the world by. <laughs> hey, we're going from a regular zone outside zone mm-hmm. to a power yes. zone. That's right. Okay, so now you're going to get the inside and Love the it. outside stuff, all right? And so I'm excited. Let run heavy mm-hmm. offense. Kyle Shanahan, you know, I put out a tweet saying, oh, man, I think I think they won the draft. And, you know, 49ers are losing. We took a guard, and all these people are taking these skilled, wide, fast, wide receiver positions. And, you know, I said that because at that moment, guys, I don't know if you watched the draft, 
But we drafted a guard, and you had all these profile wide receivers and quarterbacks go off the board, like Asante Samuel. And so me saying that was from my emotions not having that, not understanding the plan, right? None of us knew the plan. Right. If you knew the plan, I mean, please, by all means, come be a guest on the show because you exactly. must talk to Kyle Shanahan. But none of us knew the plan, not, not least on our show. We didn't know the plan. And so, you know, we guessed the plan just like everybody else guessed the plan. Um, but we didn't know the actual plan. We didn't know we were going to be changing our offense to this run heavy type of zone offense. Right. And so um, I do want to get to the PFAs, but we can save that. Uh, let's talk about the other teams. All right. So I have Arizona's picks. All right. Round one, Zayvon Collins, linebacker from Tulsa. Round two. This is why I got mad. Rondell Moore was on the board. <laughs> We took Aaron Banks. All right. Round four. Did you guys, are you guys familiar with Marco Wilson out of Florida? The cornerback? It's okay if you're not. That's okay. What I I want you to do is go watch his uh, vertical jump. Oh, the kid like five something. This dude can jump. He's a cardinal. Round six, Victor uh, Dimekije or whatever out of Duke, defensive end. They took my guy in round six. They took Tay Gowan. Round seven, James Wiggins out of Cincinnati, safety. And then they took Michael Manet, the center that I kept projecting the 49ers. We're going to get him or Drew Dahlman. Drew Dahlman went a little bit higher, but Michael Manet did go in round seven like he was projected to go. All right. So we did pretty good on our shows. Um, And... Uh, let's see. The Los Angeles Rams. Um, 2-2 Atwell in round two. Ernest Jones, linebacker out of South Carolina. Bobby Brown, defensive tackle out of Texas A&M. In round four, they took Robert Rochelle. They took Jacob Harris, wide receiver. Round five, they took Ernest Brown. They took a, a running back in round seven. Uh, they took a wide receiver in round seven, Ben Skoronek, and then uh, a linebacker out of Concordia University, St. Paul. I don't even know what the hell that is uh, <laughs> in round seven. So people get people from small schools. Okay. It, it is what it is. All right. Uh, and you're right, Daddy. Yo, I see what you guys are saying. I'm just reading off the list. Peachy, will hold that down. And then the Seattle Seahawks, they had three picks. Round two, Dwayne Eskridge, wide receiver. I tell you what, though, there's picks, right, that I'll be wanting. Oh, we have our special guest on here. All right, we're going to call you in and we're going to bring you in in about 30 seconds, all right? So they had picks that I wanted. And Dwayne Eskridge would have been one of those guys, and they found a way to get him, all right? And then Trey Brown uh, for Oklahoma, and then round six, Stone, fourth, Scythe, or whatever, or whatnot, they took. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to bring in our special guest, and she's going to sit here and really break down the draft for the 49ers players. Ladies and gentlemen, all the way from California, IA. California, woo, knows how to pop. That's my joy. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Tracy, the one and only fangirls in the building. What's going on? Hey guys, I'm actually coming to you from Dallas today. No, we hate Dallas. Leave <laughs> <laughs> immediately. Like, don't pass go. There's a tornado, there's a tornado warning, and I have my dog with me. One of my dogs oh. is like freaking out from the thunder. So oh. I apologize that she's sitting here shaking. So no, she's I'm sorry. We won't keep you long. That my. No. Um, 
Oh, it's totally fine. I, I think it's going to be The thunder just seems to scare her. She's fine. Okay. She won't Aww. say anything. She just wants to sit here. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on our show. We truly appreciate thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And we want to get your thing. You, you cover the Niners. You get to ask all the good questions. And we just want to know your thoughts um, on, on the draft. We want to know if you felt like Kyle Shanahan just likes playing with our emotions. Like, what, what's going on out here? Because does he play with your emotions? You, we think we know him, and then he hits you with the Kaiser Sose. Yeah, I mean, I, I think in fairness to Kyle Shanahan, I don't know that it was him playing with our emotions or if it was everybody playing with everybody's emotions. I That's think it. it's a little bit, and I think he just let that happen, and I don't blame him because he doesn't need to be telling everybody what he's actually planning on doing. Um, but it was, you know, it was kind of fun to watch the videos of people when they saw who the pick was at three. It was very fun to like watch the videos and people were like, yeah. So right. I think it was a great pick. I think Trey Lance is fantastic. I think he will be fantastic, uh, whether it be this year, in the future, whatever. Um, so I think it was a good, good pick all the way around, but it was, it was a lot, a lot went on in the weeks up into the draft. Now, how did you prepare for, how do you prepare for this draft? Because like, what do you, what, take us to the process that you have to go through. Cause I know you have to report and you got to mm-hmm. get up there and you got to ask the questions. Like, how do you prepare? Like, who was your favorite? Like, who did you want at quarterback? I don't know if you can say this, but who did well, you I want? Well, okay. I, I was, I was into the Trey Lance pick. That was my number one. <laughs> number two was Justin Fields. So um, I think you can obviously tell then how it went from there. But I was um, very into Trey Lance. I wanted him um, to be the quarterback. And so there was that, you know, and you, it's like watching film and reading as much as you can and learning as much as you can about everybody. I mean, you can't learn about everybody because there's a lot of players in the track. Right, right. You know, as many as, as you can um, and all of that. And um, yeah, so that is kind of how the process is. And it starts... You know, for me, usually like post Super Bowl, mm-hmm. I guess, where I really, I mean, I pay attention to college football anyway. So I always have like a general idea of like what's going on. Go blue. But, I just got to get that out of my system. Yes, go go blue. blue. And now we have a Michigan Wolverine. Finally. So when was the last time the 49ers had a Wolverine on their team? Let me think. Um, Eric Magnuson. Yeah, so that's yeah, and he didn't work out too well. He's offensive lineman. I got you. But we finally have a player, and you're gonna tell us a little bit about this player. So let's go through the picks of the draft. All right. So obviously Trey Lance, you were high on him. You're happy mm-hmm. to have him. Tell us from what you know, because you you know a lot more than we do. Tell us your thoughts on this guy. What is he gonna bring to this team when he gives the when he's given the ability to start? Well, I think he just brings that kind of dynamic quarterback that is what we're seeing succeeds in the NFL. I I kind of find it interesting that he's very much like the quarterback that 49ers defenses have had so much trouble with. Even in the Super Bowl year, he really is that type of quarterback. So I think he brings a, a dynamic ability. I think he brings an ability to extend plays with his legs. You can have design run plays. You can have improvised run plays. And then beyond that, he also has a very good arm. Uh, so I think he brings all of that to the position. And so I think it's going to be pretty exciting to watch. And I imagine that Kyle Shanahan's got to be like salivating at what he can do with a Trey Lance in his offense. Yeah. The reason why I was high on Trey Lance 
is because the game after the Buffalo Bills game, when Kyle Shanahan was pretty much telling everybody he got beat by Josh Allen on national TV, and how mm-hmm. he coveted the kid, and you know that's the kind of quarterback that he feels. He well, and, that's, and that's who he got. I mean, I think he very much got a Josh Allen. That's very much the quarterback he got, and I think. We've seen Josh Allen do really good things. We all saw him on that Monday Night Football game. I was at that Monday Night Football game, and I was like, this guy is real good. Yeah. Uh, so I think that is really the quarterback that he got. So I, I think it's, I think it will be a benefit to the team um, whenever it is that he starts. And that takes nothing away from Jimmy. I was on another podcast earlier, and I was saying that I think – I don't know why I find this important, but I do. And that I feel like it's important to remember that we are only a year removed from Jimmy Garoppolo taking the first Super Bowl. And had he not gotten hurt, you know, that I think there's like a vitriol towards Jimmy Garoppolo that I don't really get. I understand wanting something different or better and not thinking that he's the answer. But like, so I always feel like I just want to remember that, that in the one healthy year, they did go to the Super Bowl. So, you know, that's just something I want to. No, I listen, that's fair. I, we talk about that all the time on the show. It's like every time we talk about Jimmy, we do sit there and say, look, we're not bashing him. We're just thinking that the team is going to be looking to move in a different direction in the future because yeah. players aren't to be on the team forever, unless they're a specific type of player, like your quarterback. Yeah. If you get your guy, then obviously he's going to be here if it works out. So Jimmy definitely took us to that Super Bowl in 2019. He was, he was part of that team. Whether we think Kyle took the ball out of his hand or, or what, he was there all those games and without him we wouldn't have been there and so we definitely do appreciate jimmy garoppolo here now round two came now mm-hmm. where did you think kyle shanahan was going to go <laughs> in round two i, I know we, yeah I, <laughs> uh you know i thought round two might be a cornerback um corner back uh i do that a lot where i'm like i said corner not quarter yeah, uh, but by the same token i totally understand the pick because if you're going to draft trey lance if you're going to trade three first round draft picks to get trey lance at three you're going to want to protect him and even if he's not the starter this year even if he's not the week one starter like you're going to want to protect whoever that may be and i think um you know, we saw in that Jets game, uh, the right guard got get beat by Quinn Williams, and yeah. we know what happened from then on out. And I think we've seen a lot of what's the word I'm looking for? Um, it's not case. There's just been a lot of shuffling on the offensive line, and not really often to the benefit of the team and the quarterback. So I also think there's a real plan in the run game because you've you also they also drafted two running backs so there's a plan i mean that's that's what i would say maybe i would have i thought should it should be defensive back but like there's a reason i'm not the coach or the gm there's many reasons i'm not the coach or gm and there clearly is a plan here so when they made the pick it wasn't like i was like what like i i totally understand it and you got to protect your investment and they put a lot into protecting that investment in free agency and they're going to continue to put a lot in it. Um, yeah. or continue to in the draft. Oh, I'm, sure. I'm not. I'm not even even going to lie, Tracy. I can't even agree with that because I was ready to throw my table. That I was sitting there, like actually on the show watching the draft because we were we were um, do, doing the draft shows. Mm-hmm. And when when we traded down, and then I watched the Chargers take my cornerback that I wanted, Asante Samuel Jr. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to lie. Like I was. I was. I was lit. <laughs> I'm sure, and I can understand everything. (laughs) Yeah. 
I can totally, sorry about the dog. I can, I can understand it, but I think, but I can also understand the pick. I totally, right. you know, I get it. And then they addressed it later. Right. Um, and I think they're obviously very confident in who they have. It's just a depth issue. Right. Uh, and they definitely needed the depth. And so now they have it. So, and maybe they felt like because of who they have already, they didn't need to, like they, it was more important to do the other. It's, it's such a hard thing. Again, when I say like, I'm not a coach or GM, like there are so many moving parts and so many things that go into it. Um, and there are only so many draft picks. And there's only so much you can do in one space. And so they did what they had to do. Definitely agree. It, but I can understand you being upset. <laughs> well, everybody was. I mean, it was, it was almost, you almost had the same reaction when we draft Mitch Wisnowski in the fourth round. It was almost that same reaction because we knew we needed a cornerback. We don't have anyone pretty much returning next year. And this was a year you could address it early. But you, like you said, we got to protect our investment. And that made perfect sense, especially when they broke it down. So Aaron Banks. Now, do you think he's starting day one? Aaron Banks. You drafted him in the second round. Probably. Yeah. I mean, assuming I would imagine that if you're drafting him in the second round, then he most likely in that position, not always will you get drafted in the second round and start day one. You won't always get drafted in the first round and start right. day one. Good point. Good point. I think in this particular situation, due to who the position is and what the position is, and maybe that's something to think about too. If they had drafted a corner in the second round, that person may not have been a starter. That's a good and point. next year, in theory, hopefully, because this would mean good things for everybody in the world, um, it would mean that COVID is not as big an issue. What I mean by that is that you'll have the cap back. And so then maybe some of these guys that are there on one-year deals, two-year deals can be there on longer deals. There you so go. they're, you know, we'll kind of see. Really, that's spot on, spot on. Now, Peachy was definitely devastated. Well, not devastated. She just didn't <laughs> want Mac Jones. I just want to put that out there. Like, I don't think anybody wanted. And so when we took, she was high on Justin Fields. And so uh, when we took the next pick in the draft, we traded back up to take this pick. Peachy, I mean, she left the show. Like, we were live, and she just, she left. And like, what, she was screaming. I'm like, what in the world? And so we drafted Trey. We call him Sunday Sermon. He's going to be playing on Sundays, running back out of the Ohio State. What were your thoughts when we drafted Trey? I was like, oh, good, another Ohio State guy that I'm going to have to like learn to really like. No, I will tell you this. Uh, I said this to a friend yesterday. Get ready, Twitter, for a lot of from me next year. Yep. Can I get an amen? Preach, Trey, sermon. You know, <laughs> so much. I'm, I'm going to have so much fun with this. Yes. Um, Listen, guys, when she tweets that, retweet it, retweet mm -hmm. it, yes. retweet it, yes. please. I did, I did tweet the other day if we could officially petition to have it called the Trey area now. Okay. Um, so we could get it. Maybe we can get a petition going for that. But I mean, I do, I do think it's a really good pick. I think, um, you know, Shanahan said the other day, and he's right, every year he's been there, they've been through a plethora of running backs every year you know so it's obviously a position that they need the extra depth and i think also in terms of looking ahead you know you may have some free agents next year that they aren't going to be able to resign mm -hmm. so i think that there was a, a real reason they did it but i think trey sermon is a very talented very good physical player and i think he'll do well in the offense and then what he might lack in speed i think elijah mitchell kind of 
makes up for. Yeah, I mean, you got the one, too. So Bobby Turner gets two picks in the draft. Finally, like ever. And Bobby we trust. And Bobby we trust. All right. And so my, my man, so 49er you? Media says, <laughs> you have to make sure Trey Sermon is alive on Sunday, though. Well, I think everybody's alive now. Thank God. Everybody made it through Sunday. Everybody's fine. Um, so that's good news. But yes, Sunday Sermon for sure. When you heard Kyle say that in Living Color, what was your reaction? Because I don't think anybody. Well, I, I don't know something I don't because I have plans for these next few months. Of exactly. <laughs> like, like, there is something that I need to know. I know. I, I was like, God, did you get a text message from Jesus? Like, what's going yeah, on? Because I need that to get was, right. That was pretty funny. And I, I mean, I give, you know, Kittle was great. You know, post right. I'll call you Sunday. That was funny. I think everybody had a really good time with it. I saw fun. somebody tweeted like, was Lindsay Yock tweeted um somebody tweeted like no one Kyle Shanahan sleep with one high open like I think everybody had a lot of fun with it they have fun. and then uh Mike Garofolo tweeted yesterday that a number of the players he heard a number of the players called Kyle yesterday to let them know that he they were in fact alive that's right <laughs> this so that's is gonna run all season and so Kyle oh, for up. sure especially because they play on Sundays for the most part that's, <laughs> so that's, this is gonna that's be, what it is this is for sure going to be something that runs all season. I'm sorry about the dog. No, the, she's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Perfectly. Did, but, uh, my my son you... is down here, so it, it'll be a whole okay. different show. You had a question, Peachy? Um, Tracy, were you were you surprised that running back was taken at that position? Did you did you see that coming? Because I was actually surprised because I was surprised. we haven't really drafted. You know, what I'm saying it. Not well, since Joe Williams. Right, right. So um, I was very shocked. That. I was I was very surprised. I thought at least one of those picks would be taken with receiver. But, you know, there are a couple receivers who are still available for agency. You've got Golden Tate. You've got um, Danny Amendola. So you have a couple veteran receivers that they could probably get at a, a good price who could fill that role. So upon further review and thinking about it in that way, but I, I definitely was surprised. I thought there'd be a receiver. There was a receiver that I loved, um, Cade Johnson. Um, I was, he was my South Dakota. Yeah, South Dakota, Dakota State. The Jackrabbits. I mean, is that, a, I mean, has there ever been a better name ever? The Jackrabbits? Um, <laughs> well, I was super, I was, he was my draft crush. And every, he, he was available. And then of course he went and signed with the Seahawks. Which right. Was, I know, right. But I also know, I think they got Jalen Hurd coming back from injury. I think yep. they feel pretty confident in the receiver room. And like I said, you do have a couple of veteran free agents out there that they still could potentially sign and, and fill that role. Now, PG asked a good question on the show earlier. Um, if we bring in another vet, like what does that do to Muhammad Sanu? Because he's the vet. And so is that too many vets? Because technically, I don't think you can have, I think you have the, the players who fit in the position. There you and go. So I don't know that it's, I don't know that it's too many. Okay. That works. Too many vets. Though oh. Sadie here was like, what did, did he say? The vet? He didn't mean the vet, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> veterans, <laughs> veterans, veterans. Let's yeah, say it like that. Like, wait, what? We're <laughs> that's amazing that's amazing all right now here you can you can you can spend as much time as you want on this this pick because you have to know I'm a, I'm, I'm a Michigan fan have been since the 80s didn't go to Michigan my mama wouldn't let me because she Aww. said she couldn't afford it so I had to go to UConn but it was when they don't have football Michigan oh, is right. my team <laughs> all right <laughs> 
And so I want you to go ahead and talk about Ambry Angry Thomas. Ambry Angry Thomas. I mean, I think that this guy could end up being a really good pickup. I look at him and Talanoa as potentially, and I hope I said that correctly, as potentially those gems were like down the road. Like, oh, those are just like Kittle. They got, you know, I think it's going to be, they have that potential. I think with Thomas, the question mark is, of course, he's only the one season as a starter. He opted out this year, which I completely understand and support, obviously. But I think you have a very athletic cornerback who will probably see a lot on special teams to start with but I think he would provide depth and I think he has the potential he has I've used this term before but he has a high ceiling I mean we've said that a lot about Trey Lance but I think it's true of him as well um so I'm excited to see how he fits in there um but I, I think he'll be pretty good I, I agree with you is it such a crapshoot I mean I know that so much goes into it and so much preparation and taking nothing away from that but like how many guys play in the NFL? How many guys are drafted? And how many have like really, forget even like outstanding career. I mean, Tom Brady is like the anomaly. You know, even like Drew Brees is the anomaly. Aaron Rodgers is the anomaly. But Frank Gore is like completely the anomaly. But right. have, like, most <laughs> people don't have those careers. So it is kind of a, at the end of the day, yeah. It's like, oh, but I, I have high hopes for him. I kind of have high hopes for this draft class. I think there are some gems in here. I agree yeah. with you. When Frank Gore, to be fair, he got a new set of knees in Miami. So See, there you he, go. Yeah. So he, he got bionic knees, but he's just not telling anybody. I don't know how he's still. He's still I mean, the average, I believe the average career for running back. It's like seven years. years. Not yeah. even. I think it's three. That's ridiculous. Three average years. Career for a running back. Dang. It used to be longer. But, but it's, yeah, it's, you know, you look at poor Saquon Barkley, he's been the offense and then he keeps getting hurt. You know what I mean? Like it's a tough, uh, it's a, it's a tough, it's a tough thing. So look, we I have like a question it. and I'm gonna let you answer it. All right. And okay. so, uh, he's saying, he's asking me is Hufanga if he's healthy, cause that's what, you know, they have to put that disclaimer on him. Is, right. Will he be Ronnie Lott 2.0? I mean, why not? Yeah. I can't. I really honestly have no idea, but I say, why not? <laughs> sure. Yeah. If you, if you watch this kid play, man, he's just, he's just, he's just, just all over the field. Around guys. Again, there are only so many spots. Right. There are 32 teams and there are only so many spots. And so a fifth round draft pick is like, what, the 110th pick, whatever, like your first, you know, you get into that. I got There's you. Only so many people. So you, you might have a Ronnie Lott, like, you know, that's what I would say. I think you look at, I mean, again, Tom Brady's the anomaly as to how late he went, but Richard Sherman went in the fifth. He you did know, go in the fifth. Wilson went in the third. Look at Dak Prescott. Like, I think you have some really solid players who go later just because there are only so many spots and everybody has only so many picks and, you know, a lot of positions to fill. I agree. It's just we're talking about the fifth. We drafted three picks in the fifth, all right? And so the first pick, the 155th pick. I mean, I, I'm like, we're going linebacker. We're going tight end. <laughs> like, these, there are guys available. And we went offensive line. And so... They protect. They got to protect that quarterback. That is clearly a very big priority. Okay. Okay. I, I mean, in my opinion, I think we're seeing that, that that is a very big priority. Okay. Uh, and I think, you know, the, the Jimmy injury last year, we discussed the first injury, you know, he tried to step out that was kind of a, a freak weird thing but like I think you see how important it is and again I think there's a plan with the running game and if Trey Lance if there are going to be more design runs if his legs are going to become a really big part as or maybe not as big a part of his arm but a big part of the offense they are going to need to protect them and I think that was clearly where they felt they needed to 
All right. Now, I'm going to let you uh, pronounce his name because you get paid to do it, and I don't want to mess up. I'm still trying to get a job. So I, I just call him DL. Yeah. I think it's Diamador. Diamador. Now, doesn't that sound like a name from Game of Thrones or something? Diamador Lenore, kind of. And I love Game of Thrones. So Me I'm too. Gonna... We, we, we both do, actually, on this show. This is, <laughs> <laughs> we could turn to a Game of Thrones podcast after a while. But listen, like this is another pick. Uh, inside guy, played in Oregon. Uh, talk about him just a little bit. And how, what do you think he's going to add to the team? Special team? Would he be able to replace K. Juan Williams going forward? I think the hope is that maybe he will should K. Juan, you know, in a in a year with the normal salary cap, K. Juan mm-hmm. may have gone somewhere else where, you know, who knows? Um, so I think the hope is that potentially he will be able to. Um, again, I think he adds some depth to the team and I think he does have that skill set. We may see him again on special teams to start, but as we've seen, you got it. They all have to be ready. Because mm-hmm. one play and you're going in. Mm-hmm. So, and I think the other thing we've seen is that, and sometimes we can forget this, one injury can lead to so many. Mm-hmm. Because you get one guy out and now you have someone who really isn't meant to be playing that many snaps in that oh. Something goes wrong there. It can lead to a problem here that can lead to an injury there. It's so like a I domino think effect. It's a domino effect. So I think with all these picks, there's the idea of depth and, 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 shoring, and shoring things up. I think we may see him on special teams, but I think they'll both be ready to play, you know, in the backfield and secondary. I like that. Now we did talk about uh, Hufanga a little bit, and then let's talk about Elijah Mitchell. He was our last pick in the draft. He's a fast guy, four three three. Man, uh, this is probably what we thought the Jet was going to be uh, when we signed him as a free yes. agent. And so, I think very much. I yeah. think he, that is kind of the role that they're. Mm. They're hoping that eventually play. He is very fast. Very fast. <laughs> very, very fast player. Um, so I, I have, I have, I, I know I keep saying it, but I'm just looking at my list. I kind of have high hopes for this draft class. Yeah. I, like, it, it sounds good. Well, now, yeah. o- overall, um, what did you give this grade? Did you write your grade yet for the draft class? I don't do grades. Okay, good. I, okay. I don't definitely, I don't do grades usually. I did, I used to do videos. I used to do a mid-season report card, which okay. maybe I'll put that back. Um, which was kind of a fun thing to do, but I don't necessarily do grades. If I had to grade this draft, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to be conservative Good. Um, and say I would give them between a B and a B plus. Okay. That's fair. I think would actually be a really good draft. The Trey Lance grade probably boosts just about everything else up. You know? Yes. But I think I, I get the other moves. I actually do give them high credit for the offensive line because they needed it and, and they, they never really address it properly like you know what i mean like they'll pick a piece here or there mm-hmm. like, we're gonna get this type of quarterback and then we're gonna do this so we can protect he does these things we're gonna make sure we, we're able to protect we, they got some big guys too they didn't get yeah. you know you know skinny fast not skinny no, but they, more, got, big, big they guys. got some big solid guys we, right they, you know we signed trump williams they signed alex mack they're gonna Ooh. pick up lynchy's fifth year option like they're they're committed to this, but if you're going to pay Trent Williams, what you're going to pay him. And if you're going to sign Mac, then you should make sure that entire line is very strong and mm. short up. But I, think, I think they did that. And speaking of McGlinchey, Tracy, he looks good. Like he does. Was, when he greeted Trey Lance, he got bigger. Oh my like, yes. It looks, like, it looks like he did. It looks like he did get like, bigger. I mean, I am a McGlinchey fan. I think Last year, he obviously had a very inconsistent season, but I would say they all had very inconsistent seasons. And kind of what I went back to earlier, there is that domino effect. Mm-hmm. And so, and I'm not making excuses because he had a very inconsistent season, but sometimes 
something happens and it looks like this one's fault, but really it's because four things went wrong there. You know, like it's it's so hard. It's, we all do our best, you know, and no, I, think I got you. Out, but so I think, but, you know, we did have a lot of inconsistencies, but so did the entire team. And it was a particularly tough season. It was. Um, so I, I would, I would think that he can get back to what we saw previously. I agree. Uh, question. And he wants, uh, what was your favorite pick? You know, I said, it was a favorite pick beyond the top three rounds. So out of, you know, leave rounds one, two, and three, even though we took two and three. So go rounds four, five, and, well, four, five, six, and seven. Who do you feel is your favorite pick? Yeah. Talanoa. Now, Talanoa Hufunga. Hufunga. I think yeah. I said that right. Yeah. Um, I think I, I'm looking. To, I did say it. Um, I, that's my favorite pick. In yeah. The- beyond the top three rounds we had that we, we did that before you came on the show he was my favorite um but and people can understand why because once they go back and watch this guy they're going to be like oh snap like where was mm-hmm. he he was just chilling at usc like like, like you know yeah. um troy palomaro type of player can mm-hmm. play can play the deep safety can play up on the, in the box um he gets interceptions like he he just seems like he can be that wild card piece that no mm-hmm. defenses uh offenses have seen in the nfc west for san francisco Yet, right they haven't seen this yeah. type of player also so that's why i think like you said he can probably be as good as we say he can be if he just gets out there and does what he has to do and, and does his yeah. job well tracy thank you so much for being on please let everybody know where they can follow you and all that good stuff uh, on instagram at tracy sandler t-r-a-c-y and on twitter at 49ers fangirl now i have to ask you this question because i didn't ask you when i met you in person are you related to adam sandler i just wanted to i am not you're not the first one to ask but I'm sure not are you sure sure I mean, to my to the best of my knowledge we are not related okay uh, just i just <laughs> just thought i had to, i just wanted to ask because if so i was going to say maybe you can give us like a wedding singer type song that's one of my favorite movies too by the way if it's you can great, give us a song a yeah if you can give us a song but you know it's cool but we do appreciate you for taking <laughs> some time out of your day and i'm sorry you're going through this tornado thing and i, I hope it's pretty quiet i think it's fine okay because tornadoes are scary like we're in a tornado but i'm gonna be on a podcast right now and i'm like what there might be a tornado warning oh it's a warning That's okay it. there okay. might be a tornado so it's warning. just a so storm an actual tornado i was gonna tell you that unfortunately i was going to have to <laughs> I would, um, I would hope it, so. yeah but, but it, it's like there might be a tornado warning so okay. i think we'll be okay right now it seems relatively quiet so we'll all right well, we appreciate you and we thank you Absolutely. and we hope to thank have you, you on. Thank you for having me. You're more thank than you, welcome. Tracy. Have All a right, great night. Bye. Bye. Oh, that was amazing. That like, it was so it's so cool to get like some some 49ers insight that is that's yeah. deep within the organization, Peachy, right. you know. And Andy just jumped out. I was like, Andy, where'd you go? Like, like, but I I know we had our conversation prior, yeah. but she could have stayed on. Like, I'm sure she had some things she might want to ask her. This is what Andy wants to do. Uh, it was really cool seeing Tracy on here, and I we really truly appreciate the work that she does um covering the 49ers. She's one of the faces of the 49ers organization, and she's out there asking those questions john if you ever listen to her questions they're not the normal typical type of questions she's trying to ask different things like you know what i mean like and so i appreciate that and it's good to see uh females like you peachy annie mariah's doing her thing now all the females out there that want to cover sports like that that is that's dope to me in my opinion so we appreciate it peachy final thoughts and we going to get up out of here we had you guys for two hours you guys got a two-hour show now before peachy gives her final thoughts and we gave you a two-hour show on a monday you never get that right we want you guys to get us five subscribers a piece five 
Guys, we are trying to reach that thousand quota and we don't have much time to do it or we're going to have to start all over again. I do and Peachy, we all appreciate all the work that you're doing out there. Please make sure you're hitting these like buttons. I can't tell what the likes look like. I know if they they were out there, they would tell us. But please continue to hit the likes and please continue to support the podcast. Listen, if you do us this favor, just go back and rewatch these episodes too as well. We got to get the hours up. And so soon and very soon we will be monetized and we will, we will be able to do some special things. Uh, Peachy, final thoughts and we'll go on and get up out of here. First of all, I just want to thank everyone who has watched us tonight. I also would also like to thank Tracy. I really appreciate it with a, a woman being on a platform such as the one that she's on. It's very inspirational. It's very, very inspiring. More women need to do that. I would also like to take this opportunity to thank um, Wayne Breezy for giving women the opportunity on his show to actually have uh, and to host and to have a a um, primary role on his show I really do appreciate that and I'm very very grateful for that there's a lot of platforms out there and not a lot of them have women yet and I would just like to thank Nitty Gritty Niners for giving myself and Annie the opportunity to be able to show what we got and what we have but thank you guys for uh, watching and for rolling with us through our draft shows and everything. They were very successful and we just really appreciate you guys more than you know. Yeah, we, we had some amazing guests and and Peachy, you're, you're welcome. I mean, like, look, I think the idea that I had when when we Donnie and I decided to create this platform, I was like, listen, we have to we have to get the female perspective from things, you know. And I feel like like you know like men need women, like you know like like, like, like that's why the women was created, right? Like you know what I'm saying? Like we need the women to kind of like you know make us see things a little bit differently than what we see it. Like you know what I'm saying? You guys bring that gift of reasoning, and we're just you know. You know me, I can be bullheaded if I want it to be. But when you give that gift to re that reason, you bring the reasoning onto the show, it makes the show so much better conversation, right? And it's like so cool. So I appreciate you, Annie, and all those that come on the show um, to do and, and, and what you guys are doing. Keep up the great work. Peachy, when I say you held it down on that Saturday, you held it down i couldn't tell if you were nervous but if you were you truly held it down and just a little insider i'm nervous every time i turn on this camera i just want you to know that so nerves are cool miss debbie we love you too as well now listen i know you guys uh cinnamon kiss said well how do we get your subscribers i have no idea like just take the link and say subscribe to this link on your on all of your social media platforms. But I like what John said. He said you shout it out to the mountain. Sound like Martin Luther King to me. You scream <laughs> it to the mountaintops, to the tops, and you shout it out. I love it, John. John V, you are. <laughs> Did you see John V's comment earlier on the show? He said something about nittygrittyniners.com. He's like, yo, y'all about to have me broke on the or something like that. Listen. Oh, yeah. Guys, go. We we finally started our clothing line, and we have some things. We're gonna be doing. Um, we have our regular nitty gritty wear, uh, gritty wear, but we're gonna be creating special tees for special orders for like certain players. Like we have plenty of ideas that we have floating around the, amongst the circle, and so we're gonna be creating special things. So if you go to nittygrittyniners.com, 
do your thing. Scroll through the website. There's a bunch of different things up there. You can get mugs. You can get tumblers, T-shirts, all that good. Hoodies are still available. We got face masks up there. I know we're still going to be wearing face masks to probably 2025. So get your things. There's net gaiters. There's all those things out there. There's stuff for women. You got your leggings. Men, you got your joggers. Look, there are things up there for you guys to support uh, if you want. We're not telling you to do it, but if you choose, you want to be a supporter to Nitty Gritty Niners, we would truly appreciate it. But it's there for you. So go ahead and give the site a watch. Check it out. Let us know what you think. I already got some negative comments. They were like, yo, the design is really cool, but I don't like V-necks. Well, then don't order a V-neck, my guy. Get the crew, get the regular collared shirt. They're there. I, I just like V's. I don't know. Aww. Thank you, Sin. Thank you, Sin. Truly appreciate it. And so, listen, in 2000, 2025, y'all, be ready. Get lo- Load up on masks. That's all I'm going to say, because we're going to be wearing them for a while. Uh, but, Peachy, great show. Uh, Tracy, she was amazing. Um, you know what I liked about Tracy? Like, when I reached out to her, it was just never a no. There were never any type of, like, contingencies or anything like that. She just said, um, I could do these dates. I could do these times. Let's make it happen. I mean, talk about go-getter. Like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, people know and what they want and know what they need, and they put it out there. And so we truly appreciate our special guests. And we're looking to bring are the shirts true to size. Yes. If Well, I'll tell you what. If you get the class, it all depends on which model, style, which style you get. Classic tees are going to fit like classic tees, but they are kind of, they are true to size. I will say that. If you feel like they're going to be snug, just order the size up. That's all I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, but each different type of style of tee uses a different brand of T-shirt. I will say that. I just can't tell you which brands they're, they're going to use. If you pay more money, you can get the better quality brand. That that I do know. I've done that before on Nothing But Niners. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> thank you guys so much for tuning in to Nitty Gritty Niners. Look, we had about 65 people watching it live. It was wonderful. It was wonderful. I was like, man. Absolutely like, was wonderful. At one time, we actually... Um, um, I looked up one time and there was 78. So that 78? Was really good. I must have blinked. I must have my eyes closed. I was closing my eyes. Yeah, you know it was I mean? great. Wow, that's amazing. Like, you guys are really supporting the show. Like, you guys Thank are turning, like, making me so happy. And we really do put a lot of work in what we do. Just like you guys, we work regular jobs, right? <laughs> and it's like, we appreciate you, Manny. We work regular jobs, and then we come out here, and we want to do this. We want to put out content for you guys. And we just like to have conversations. I don't know if you noticed that, but that's what we do. We have a script, and nine times out of ten, I stop looking at the script right the minute everybody starts talking. Because we're family. And you you guys are family so guys do us a favor make sure you go to nittygrittyniners.com support the family also make sure you get people to subscribe if you go to youtube you grab that link and you share the link that's all we're asking you do share 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 all right ladies and gentlemen we truly appreciate it i'm trying to figure out we are on twitch and so to all my gamers out there i am looking to hook up my playstation 5 to my Twitch account. So if somebody wants to email me how to do that, please tell me and then I will go live from Nitty Gritty Niners on Madden and play live with you guys or whatever. However we do that. All right. And so that's what I'm looking to do on times that I have off. But other than that, guys, we appreciate it. Listen, Peachy, you're beautiful. You're amazing. Thank you. Annie, I know you were on earlier. Thank you. Makoa, we thank you for the work that you're doing. He's our he's our rookie in training. Donnie, we love you. Uh, Donnie, 
is 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 having a baby, y'all. He's about to be a daddy again. So like he is out doing daddy duties, and we truly appreciate him. So make sure you guys hit Donnie up. Make sure he's good. He um he's doing well. Uh, and man. Man, I'm just so excited. I thought draft weekend was a success. That was our first draft show, Peachy, and the, the weekend was amazing. I was nervous in the mug, but it, it turned out immaculate because of the support that we had from the family out there. All right. Guys, day. stay up, stay faithful, but most important, keep it nitty gritty. We out, y'all, Peachy. They did it. Y'all know that sound. Nobody believed but us. That's why we call faithful. You know that sound. Uh-huh. Tell me long. Let's get it, baby. Breezy. Yeah. Out west is Patina when the style is so nitty. Breezy on the east and this flow is so gritty. Boys stay hot, reppin' niners in they city. Take one, take two, take that like Diddy. Oh. Yeah. Nitty greed is that niners talk. You don't like it, better take a walk. Nitty greed, it's that Niners talk. We outline players up and show. Nitty greed, it's that Niners talk. You don't like it, better take a walk. Nitty greed, it's that Niners talk. Niners talk, nitty greed, it's that Niners talk.